0: I just have to be the chicken and squeeze one out.
1: Bacard! <laughs> Bacard! Bacar. You're listening to the only podcast in the universe where clothing is optional, but pot is not. Broadcasting from FEMA Region 7, it's bowl after bowl with your hosts, Lorian and Spencer.
2: sound
3: really good oh shit yes churches Popeyes and Kentucky Fried
4: Chicken
3: oh man
4: do you know how bad you sound you'd know that if you'd ever listened to my podcast
2: you're gonna want to hit me so damn bad in my mouth
3: oh my god yes so hard
1: so so hard
0: Honey. So hard
5: Nuts dipped in honey Only the
0: hardest nuts dipped in honey <laughs> <laughs> On yet another edition of Bull After Bowl. That's right, it's Tuesday Your favorite night of the week And you're here in the bowl with us On September 6th, 2022 This is episode 187 Of Bull After Bull And I'm Mr. Spencer Wolf of Kansas City
5: And I'm Dolorian. And you
0: are the bowlers hanging out with us at bowlafterbowl.stream. In all of the VLC apps that works, because that's just a raw link to the MP3 file. Can't go wrong. Or if you like the pretty UI, I I do like the pretty UI that you can get at stream.bowlafterbowl.com. And taking over the No Agenda stream every Tuesday night. Right after DH Unplug wraps. So proud to be part of that Tuesday lineup. It's a good one. Go from MMO, uh, MMO.show to DH Unplugged to bowl after bowl. That's your Tuesday plans, man. It's like clockwork. Like clockwork. Man, I would say we had a um, relatively relaxed week.
5: Yeah, it was nice.
0: A lot went down, but... It was all kind of good, you know, good paste. Good paste. Yeah. In fact, we had a fantastic day yesterday. Celebrated Labor Day over at Southwind Pastures.
5: That's right. With Douche Barn fam. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Couldn't have asked for a better Labor Day.
0: Producers will remember Douche Bar is the uh, guy who brought us the bell. It's a fantastic like, electric bell, by the way, that uh, runs right off the 120 volts. Jacked into the, um, jacked right into the wall. So you hit, this, you hit this button and it just smacks the shit out of this bell. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we went out there and, uh, had a great time. I rode a mule around. It, uh, been quite a while since I had, was, uh, riding any kind of horse or mule, so.
5: The girls got to ride, too. Yep. They enjoyed that a lot.
0: That's right. R- rode the trail bareback. Nice. So my hips and ass are a little bit sore today.
5: Yeah, well, <laughs> but hey, what do you what do you want? Perfect know? timing because we see the chiropractor tomorrow.
0: There you go, getting back in. I can use that guy. I've had like a pinched thing up here for the yeah. past week or so.
5: Not a pinched thing.
0: Pinched, you know, when they pinch your thing, it's like uh, <laughs> can't look too far to the left or the right.
5: Mm.
0: Uh, there's a lamb born out there while we were out there too. Yeah. A new baby lamb.
5: Oh, so cute!
0: Fantastic. Um, by the way, they do still have, um, pastured chickens out there. If you want to buy a whole chicken, uh, locally, if you're in the KC area, you can hit him up at, on no agenda social. He is SD bar 08, I want to say. Is that
5: right? Uh, let me check. I've got him linked to my show notes already. SD bar 08.
0: SD bar 08. Get yourself some chicken.
5: Yeah. Look in the show notes. I I know they're taking pre-orders for November.
0: I got, I think, three more birds in my freezer. Ah, uh,
5: and they're so out. good.
0: They're nice. Yeah, it's tasty. Very tasty, especially if you cook them just right. Ooh.
5: Yeah.
0: Oven roasted. Speaking of Nas, lots of uh, newbies coming on to NOS, man. There's a big flood. Big flood. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that.
5: Nope. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> no
0: notice. No notice. They're not
5: on my radar. I've, and I'm not uh, on theirs.
0: <laughs> Seeing a lot of newbies there, so... We used to do, like, a welcome wagon thing, because newbies would come on all the time, you know, and there would, it would be, like, a kind of a ritual, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been quite a while since that was, like, a regular deal where people were joining, so.
5: Oh, you could bring it back.
0: I think people are bringing it back, man. People are bringing it back. We had, uh, welcome, welcome a couple of welcome wagon hits, yeah.
5: Oh, nice, nice.
0: A couple of welcome wagon hits, so, yeah. You gotta make the newbies feel involved and loved before you, uh. Just shit post them out of uh, out of their minds. <laughs> One of the guys was like, "It's time to move this place to the left, huh?" <laughs> like, where the fuck, where the fuck are you, bro?
5: Uh, I don't know. We're
0: moving up, up, upward, higher,
5: getting elevated. I'm <laughs>
0: moving to the right or the left, dog. Come on,
5: jeez, jeez. you're on
0: no agenda, social sir. Get real. Uh fantastic bowls with buds on sunday we had micah in the bowl which was i love talking to that guy
5: micah rock and roll what a dude
0: so natural he's just like uh like really we've only talked three times via just an internet connection but it's always just like i always feel like i've known that guy forever you know we just have like a lot in common shared experiences so oh we talked about you know The huge, the value for value enabling stuff and Bitcoin and decentralizing every aspect of your life. And uh, I I was surprised that we uh, had a little baby and home birth talk come up, too. I always love when that comes up. That was a fantastic time.
5: Yeah, I like talking babies.
0: And people uh, seem to love it. I got a lot of good uh, feedback on it, so.
5: Yeah. And of course, I got a link to his show, Extremely Live, in the show notes.
0: You got to check that out. Yeah. Extremely live,
5: and you did his pleb stories.
0: Yeah, he's, he uh thats kind of how I found him. Was he sent in a donation to No Agenda one day and was like, "If anybody's interested in talking about how they got on Bitcoin, I'm doing this interview series, Pleb Stories." And I was like, uh, "Yes, please, sign me up." So I—I I, I did it up, and uh, then he had me on again, and then I was like, "You know what? You come on mine."
5: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I finally got to virtually meet him. Yeah. That was cool.
0: Cool dude, man. Speaking of cool dudes, we got another Bulls with Buds planned in the works. You can already see that in Curiocaster if you click on, uh, what does that button say? It's like upcoming shows, scheduled shows, something like that. As far as I know, Stephen B., man, he's been kicking ass at all of this. And he's the only app that I am aware of that services pending live items. Huh. And so if you have a live item with the status of pending and you go check out your show in CurioCaster, you can actually see all those upcoming shows and the the value tags in it so people can pre-boost. It's really cool.
5: Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Um, it's It should be what all of the apps aim for is the standard when dealing with live item. you got to be able to surface those upcoming shows and then, you know, eventually have a bunch scheduled out so that, you know, people can see what... Uh, guests you're gonna have on in the future and pre-boost them if they you know if you want to get like a question in before the show stuff like that. I think that uh, there's a lot of use case potential there.
5: Yeah, but we have a cool dude coming on Thursday, huh? That's right. Are <laughs> we were gonna leave it at that?
0: I forgot <laughs> to tell you who the cool dude was. I figured just right well, when I said cool dude, you would automatically know. It's Sir Sir Sitter, of course.
6: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. He is, cool he is a cool dude.
0: When I think cool dude, man, I think of this picture that he shared earlier on NAS. I don't know if you saw it.
5: I did not. He's, I was on uh, a five hundred two error. They
0: did the they did the meetup out there.
5: <laughs> yes, this
0: Tennessee meetup. So like, I don't know, like cool dude. I think right there. Look at that. Front oh, that's a hell of a group. He's flanked by uh,
5: Billy, Bones. Billy
0: Bones and Phone Boy. No beret. Uh, all yeah, there's some cool guys, man. Cool guys in Tennessee, man. And it's getting cooler all the time. People seem to be fleeing to uh, Tennessee from different uh, communist states of America. So there you go. Tennessee probably is uh, about to say, fuck off, we're full, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows?
5: So far, so good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Only come to Tennessee if you're awesome. You can escape. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, We're going to sit down. We are going to, I don't want to jinx it, but gonna try to get a brother hooked up with albie and get him a split and finally get him in this get him some magic internet money yeah let's go so we've kind of pledged that because of the albie rollout and because of its ease of use and setting up that we don't have any excuses anymore for guests not to have a value split so my my philosophy is even if they just like make the account and give me the creds like just give me the really it's just the custom value is what I need. Because there's three uh three points to configure the guest split. You need the the public I uh the the public key of the node. You need the custom key and the custom value, which is a key value pair that tells you where on that node to send it. So if there's multiple wallets on the same node, that's how they sort it out on their end. And uh I'll be... Smooth and seamless integration and easy to set up too, so we'll give the guests a uh you know give the guest a split, and then even if they just never use it or whatever, it's just there it's just accumulating in that wallet, you know, yeah, so they got no excuses, no excuses, so my fingers are crossed we will we will help him out if he gets in any trouble, but I'm telling you man, it's been like uh falling off a log so far for the people I've suggested go over and get that started.
5: Falling off a log. Yeah. That doesn't sound good.
0: Well, it's just really easy to do.
5: Oh. Hey, never heard I can that? see
0: that. No. It's like falling off a log? Nope.
5: Yeah. First time I ever heard that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it just means it's real fucking simple. Yeah. Not a lot of uh, planning necessary. I'm um, like,
5: man, these chickens, they're making our lives pretty fucking simple.
0: No doubt. Yeah. We We got like an egg surplus now.
5: Yeah. We went grocery shopping, and I saw the eggs, and I was like, we don't need any eggs, nope. <laughs> which was a cool situation to be in.
0: It's nice, too, just like like today, we were like, oh, let's have lunch. Let's have some burgers. Oh, let's fry an egg on top of the, all the burgers. Yeah. Like, we got all these eggs, man. Like, so good. Start using eggs in different ways, you know? So good. <laughs> that was. That was damn delicious. Damn delicious. Well, uh, I'm also super excited, speaking of meetups happening, we got our own little Kansas City meetup coming up. Yes, we do. And that is going to be the 16th of September, it's a Friday evening, and we will be hanging out at the Green Lady Lounge, our, boys, uh, our boy Lavish is coming out, all the way from California, and uh, we also got Pfeiffer joining us. Yeah. From the Ozarks, so that's going to be a fantastic meetup. Uh, It is not posted to the meetup site yet because your boy was not aware that uh, (laughs) if you have a cover charge in a a 21 plus tag on your meetup, and this is just a hot tip for y'all out there, um, if you have maybe one but definitely both, then um, you will be probably not published by the powers that be, I've learned, so... Uh, We're trying to figure out some kind of maybe like pre-meetup thing that we can post, but this means that I have to go back to the drawing board and actually do something else, which Mm. uh, if anybody knows me, that's like another plate to get up on a stick while I've got a lot of plates spinning currently. Um, But what are you going to do? We'll make it happen. What's another plate? We'll figure it out one way or the other. Yeah. But uh, just if anybody's looking for that uh, on the... In a meetup site, that's why it's not up there yet.
5: Five percent parking lot.
0: Parking lot, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Next door.
5: Yeah, we'll look, we'll figure something out. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. There's plenty to do in Kansas City.
0: Yes. Yeah. So And uh,
5: uh, we'll get a promo.
0: We will, we will get a promo done. Uh we'll do all of that stuff. That'd be fantastic. Uh you know what else we'll get done? What? Saying thank you to the good people. That of help course. Us put this show on week after week bowl after bowl it's the bowlers that produce the show and uh they do that by returning the value they receive in many different ways shapes and forms we put the show out there for the listener's pleasure uh and we try to just put value in it every week we try to bring you entertaining uh you know stories something to bring your spirits up lift you make you laugh something to make you think maybe keep you updated on the uh slow dismantling on the war of drugs, or maybe the slow monopolization of the cartel. Who knows? But, uh, all that we ask is, if you're finding value week after week, bowl after bowl, uh, it's always good to return that value, and there's many ways to do it, but it's all just based on the first rule.
2: First rule of being a smoker is its bad manners to keep bumming all the damn time!
0: Vinch a little nug off and, uh, throw it to the bowl, you can do that by going to bullafterbull.com and hitting the paypal donate button and that's also where you can set up a recurring donation uh which is helpful because that's where all of the monthly bills come out of automatically and uh we did have our buddy kevin s of the central coast of California. he had a five dollar a month come in again
5: all right thanks kevin Pretty
0: much uh, appreciate that Woo! appreciate you sir And I always like to check right before the show just because uh, sometimes things slide in at the last minute. You never know. You you don't want to miss anybody. But no, it looks looks like that was the last one. So we appreciate that. Uh, Kevin S. Monthly donation. We also have tremendous support through Nude Podcast Apps. Everybody takes their clothes off and goes over to NudePodcastApps.com and gets themselves a great podcasting experience Retailored for the modern times that we live in. You got chapters, you got transcripts, you got all this new stuff flashing by. Uh, but the funnest part in our experience is the boosts and the boostigrams. Streaming and uh, boosting little satoshis, <laughs> little pieces of Bitcoin, just like that, right there. You can roll a bowl, uh, you roll a ball into the bowl, I should say, knock some pins over, <laughs> and uh, give us a secret special message to be read on the show. Um, so whether you're doing it from breeze, Curiocaster, uh, boo CLI fountain or podverse or many, many others out there, um, you got your options, man. You can try them out. I recommend trying out several of them just to get familiar, not only with the, uh, different apps that are out there and what kind of jives with you the best, but also to get familiar with sending and receiving lightning payments, uh, shooting that lightning around, you know, it's, uh, we're inching ever toward a future, I think, where there's gonna be a uh, central bank digital currency, and you know now we're in this weird wild west time where you can actually exit the banking system with some of your wealth, and I'm not so sure that's always gonna be the case, you know, especially if they uh, make a CD, uh, CBDC, and uh, they have a Fed coin, they're not gonna want you to buy Bitcoin with Fed coin. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just a good time. It's also a good time during the fire sale to fill those wallets up right now.
5: Oh, that's right. Right
0: now is a great time to do it. In fact, uh, I always want to look at the dashboard for sats per dollar because uh, we're at 5,368 as of this current time right now. That's a really great uh, sats per dollar ratio. So... You know, for twenty five or for twenty bucks, you can get over twenty five thousand sats, like twenty six, seven thousand sats. Fill up your wallet. That's that's plenty of boost in material, just for your twenty dollars hairs. You know, a lot of people like don't use Bitcoin yet. They're like, "Oh, Bitcoin is so expensive. Like, I can never afford one." But uh, you can afford five thousand three hundred sixty four sats. Just a, it's a, just a measly dollar.
5: Yeah, satoshis. That's just where grab it's
0: at. Them. That's right grab them and uh, get them like all of these boosters did. I'm gonna scroll back to uh, where are we at? Where are we at?
5: After the Bulls of Bud Sunday?
0: Well, I'm trying to go back because Bulls of Bud Sunday. I just read what comes in during that, and then I want to kind of go back and revisit what we got since the last show, which uh, I think Tom Brady was kind of our. uh, Oh
5: yeah, a late.
0: Are late worry. in, and then Harv Hat uh, always says goodbye at the at the end there with a little boost. So that means that our first boost after the show came in. From, <laughs> woo! Ooh, there's another one hot off the presses. This one came in right after the show. Forty-eight, forty-eight sats from our friend comic strip blogger.
5: Ah, oh, CSB. You
0: may have heard of him uh, out of Fountain. And uh, he says, howdy, lovebirds. Please invite your audience to visit my blog with my cartoons at www.csb.lol. Yo. Yo is like yo. proof of CSB.
1: <laughs> if there's
0: not yo at the end, then it's probably just somebody trying to pretend like they're CSB. But if you get the yo, then you know it's him. And we appreciate you, sir.
5: i sorry. And the site will be linked in the show notes.
0: That's right. If you go to bullafterbull.com, look at this episode. That's where all the show notes are. And Lorian keeps strict tabs on all of that stuff linking to uh, supplementary sites for producers which is part of the value that we offer part of that value 1776 coming in from starship Alves Woo. that's right and he is coming in out of fountain he said smoke him if you got him. hell yeah well we got him. here let's rip him up
5: you see he got in the car started driving
0: that's right he did Sir Paul the book guy is his A.K.A. And, uh, yeah, you can check out a Bulls with Buds we did with him.
5: That's right.
0: Bullswithbuds.com. Or you might catch it on the stream. When we're we're not on doing the show, doing something live, what we do nowadays is we link to other streams that have regular start times. uh, Or when nothing's going on that we're aware of or that's regularly scheduled, we just play old Bulls with Buds uh, on random. Just a, just a shuffle of them, which has been interesting because sometimes I'll just pull it up and see what's on, and like, it's crazy how many we've done now. You know, I think yeah. right now we have like, almost four days worth of material. Nice for uh, so, between that and, uh, you know, the shows or the live streams, like taking over most days. There's something that takes over our stream. So, um, with all that considered, it's like. Pretty filled out for the week, you know, which is pretty cool. Uh, 666 from Boobery, who sent me a dangerous uh, link. Uh
5: oh. It's
0: always a wild card.
5: He's staying dangerous. It's
0: always a wild card when you uh, have a link from Boobs. What could it be?
3: She's a bitch!
5: Oh nice. Oh yeah. Thanks, boobs. Uh oh,
0: she's a babe. Swing. Swing.
5: <laughs> she's got big boobs, doesn't she?
3: Yeah, I knew it.
0: Totally knew it. Thank you, boobs. He is, by the way, boosting from Podverse. That's six six six. Uh eighty-eight eighty eight came in from Abel Kirby at a curio caster. All right. Appreciate that. Thanks,
5: Abel. And then
0: uh our buddy Stimmar forty two. Twenty thousand sats out of fountain. Woo. That's right. Woo! And he says hop three for the win. And then he has 5,000 more from uh, uh, for hop one. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, and then he comes in with another 20K for another hop three. So uh, he's paying me back for a uh, ring of fire balancing.
5: Oh, okay. Then he,
0: then he boosted some tips on top of it. Nice. What a guy. What a dude. Thank you. Appreciate you, Stem. What a bowler. He, by the way, is the guy that taught me about Rings of Fire and uh, got me some of my first channels on my Raspy Blitz node. So, I have a special place in my heart for him. Like, I wouldn't even know about Rings of Fire. Well, I I might eventually, you know, but um, he got me, like, hooked up right away and taught me about how to use this Igniter script and all of the, you know, coordination things that you have to do in order to to get a Ring of Fire going, so... Um, I'll have a little bit more to say about Rings of Fire uh, coming up in a bit. Uh, 3.33 coming in from our boy Billy Bones. Speaking of Billy Bones.
5: Thanks, Billy Bones.
0: At that uh, Tennessee meetup today. Awesome. He says from Fountain, uh, chipping in some value. Keep up the great work. Well, we sure will, sir. And I can't wait to hear when you get your studio up and running. Yeah. Would love to. uh, That'd be a really good get. Billy Bones in the bowl.
5: That's right. We'll make it happen.
0: He's on my list. He's on my list. 420. Oh, that's me testing the Micah split, which works.
5: Yay. Worked
0: really great. Uh, I see some other testing in here from C-Dubs on some Boost CLI stuff. He's been uh, tweaking and reworking Boost CLI a bit, adding new features all the time. So uh, he's getting some stuff going. He's also always boosting that podcast index, uh, Albie extension boost. Now you can go to podcastindex.org, and you've always been able to listen to shows from there. And, like, search your podcast, search any other podcasts, listen to them, see if they're value-enabled. But now, if you have the wallet extension from Albie, uh, which is A-L-B-Y, by the way— some people have been confused about that. What's this Albi? A-L-B-I, A-L-B-E-E, mm. A-L-B-Y. If you go to com, you can get the extension. And in my opinion, it's it's good to have no matter what. Like, it's just another option. I I have all of the apps somewhere, either on a, on a mobile device or bookmarked on the desktop. I, I use a lot of the different nude podcast apps, Just kind of my style. I just try to, you know, move around. Try the experiences. See what I recommend. But Albie is great, like I said, for splits, for guest splits, and it's also pretty cool to be able to boost directly from uh, the podcast index. So C-dubs do a lot of tests, uh, doing a lot of tests for that. And uh, yes, then we begin to see boosts for the Bulls with Buds, so we appreciate everybody that uh, boosted that.
5: Yeah, live boosts are so much fun.
0: We have a delineation here so today's boost started with 420 from test toker
5: yeah thanks test toker
0: out of curio Caster. he's always token tests and testing tokes and such and he said uh test toke toasted i suppose he could be she i mean uh
5: the toker yeah. the test toker
0: the mysterious toker thank you darling uh 8888 from abel kirby Woo. that's his calling card all eights and uh he says live
5: boost was pretty good, Abel.
0: All caps. Out of CurioCaster. He loves the CurioCaster live <laughs> tag. Uh, 4269 from HarvHat. You know, right. you can count on him to give you a uh, boost once you get your lit. Once you get your uh, live item tag lit, which is uh, definitely what you want to be doing these days. You want to be having a live item tag and declaring... This
2: it. is a new live son of a bitch.
0: How you doing that live, man. That's where the action's at where everybody's jumping up and down. So it's a really fun it's a really fun time to be on like the edge of all of that. Running with scissors and yet no one has been stabbed. That's right. 1821, that's Pfeiffer's calling card. Woo! And uh, he sends in the emoji of the bowling ball hitting some pins. I really love it. That's a strike for our fellow Missourian.
5: Mitsuri!
0: Thanks, Pfeiffer. One oh one oh one from C Dubs who says, "Booost!" He really pushed the uh, (laughs) absolute limits of what you can fit in the uh, text there in the text field. It's very impressive. I can't really just count the zeros offhand, but there has to be at least at least fifty of them. Yeah, I had to open the inspector to just confirm that there was an ST oh, at and the that end. Was just boo. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know if he was like maybe he was booing us really hard, but no, <laughs> no, it's boost with a just a very long drawn out boost, which are the best kind of boosts if you think about it. Boosting from his baby boost CLI, which by the way, uh, why don't you get on your Linux machine, get on your node that's already running Linux right now, and you can just do pip install boost CLI. And you get up and running, man. You can start boosting from your node. Sovereign boosting. What's better than that? You should at least try it, man. at least try it. 1337, that's elite boost from N4VX.
5: Thanks, N4VX.
0: He is boosting out a Curiocaster, and he says, thank you for your courage and such. Well, thank you, sir, for your courage, for your value, for supporting the show, and for boosting. Love that. Very elite. N4VX at noagendasocial.com. You can give him a follow. Uh oh. 10101 from Cotton Gin at a boost CLI. Whoa.
1: Gobble, got gobble. That.
0: And what does he say? He says, he says, I sense boomers.
4: Uh oh. Recalcitrant boomer.
1: <laughs> Cotton Gin in the chat room's going, uh have a bunch of boomers in
0: here. This boomer this boomer radar is going off.
5: That's a turkey boost. Uh oh. 101010. 10, 10.
0: Uh, 6969...
5: 6969 69,
6: 69,
0: 69 is from Boobery, out of Podverse again, who says, uh, first, vo- first boost failed dispenser. Uh-oh. Which is strange. Uh, but we have it linked here. Uh oh cuz he boosted 717776 sats. Thank you for the oh. correction there. And uh by the way, I've been having like weird random boosts that don't go through on my split. I don't know what I don't know what's what's that all about? What's going on? What happened? What's that all about? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought I had a drop for that, but that's okay. <laughs> um he says headed to the urgent care for the mystery bite. Ah, fuck. Fingers crossed they have a hippie's use the back door entrance. <laughs> Can't wait for a boostable foot in a jar. Oh, man. Yeah, I saw a picture of his, uh, could be a spider bite, could be, I don't know. He got bit on the belly. Mm. And uh, feeling a little weird. Feeling a little strange. I mean, like weird even for Booberry. So, uh, hope that you get some answers, man. Hope you get that figured yeah. out and uh, solved.
5: Yeah. Feel and, better fast.
0: Yeah. Super fast.
5: Do we have a health karma jingle?
0: Do we have a health karma jingle? Uh,
5: Give him a joint. I
0: think I can give (laughs) you a joint, actually. Here, where's my... Here's my drawer of joints. I'm
5: gonna give you this joint, nigga. There you go.
0: That should help.
5: Yeah, boobs will be feeling better in no time.
0: And uh, that is our list. That is our list of boosted grams. Uh, Hopefully, (laughs) because apparently I'm missing some splits here. So, yeah, Uh, I mean... If not, you can always scream at me at the chat. You can get in on that chat by going to bullafterbull.com and clicking on Listen Live. There will be a Kiwi IRC link there. Uh, But I'm informed that Kiwi might be down right now. It goes down every once in a while. Kiwi is not, I guess, the most reliable way to connect to IRC. Um, You know, they have a habit of letting their certs expire and like waiting a few days to renew them sometimes. I don't know. It's all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff, but... In any IRC client, you just point that thing at node.net. We are in the Bull After Bull channel. That's the same place that you join uh, the No Agenda Troll Room and any of the fine shows on the No Agenda stream, including Abs in the Six Pack, Green Room, Hog Story, Lotus Effect, Metis, MMO, No Agenda, Ozarks After Dark, Podcast 2.0, Rare Encounter, Ring of Fire, Sewer Chat. I'm just reading my. <laughs> I am just reading down the chat rooms that I am in. Sewer Chat. Nick the Rat. Uh, all of us. All of us are on that zero-node stuff, man. So hop on in there. There's so many chat rooms. Oh, yeah, there's OO Show as well.
5: The chat is where it's at.
0: Chat's where it's at.
5: And it's a great way to give value back to this show.
0: Podcasting 20. How did I miss that one?
5: Oh, I don't know. My
0: contact is a little messed up. MMO. Did I say that one?
5: I think so. I thought you were reading pretty straight down the line. but I thought so,
0: too. And then I saw some stuff that I didn't <laughs> see. And then I'm like, well. That's
5: why I just... I...
0: It's no. always a huge, dangerous, dumbass move to just start listing all the shows because there's so many that you're guaranteed to miss one and then sound like a fucking idiot. But luckily, everybody already knows I'm a fucking idiot anyway, so it's like... That's all right. It doesn't really like rock the boat too
5: hard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just, uh, you know...
5: Now, if you've made it into the chat, you can contribute value to us by timestamping the show. If yes. something funny happens... Or if you hear something, you think it'd make a great cold open, uh, you just type ISO and then make a little note about what was said so that when we go back and listen through, we can find it easier. Yeah,
0: help us out. Because by then, like, the clothes are strewn all over the bowl. We're way behind the curtain. We're, like, barely getting the time list pulled up. And so it really helps if you ISO and then add just some kind of note of what exactly we're looking for. Because it'll be, you know, within... It's usually within five or ten seconds. You've got it down to a science of, like, really nailing the reset, but...
5: Yeah, I try. I try. I've uh, been a little weak lately.
0: When it's me running the uh, clip findage part, you know, it can get a little wonky, so... Yeah. (laughs) All help is appreciated. We, like, uh, need those rails, the hints and everything.
5: Yeah. And other than that, uh, we have a first-time-I-ever topic every week, and we love to hear your beautiful voice so you can call us and leave a voicemail. The topic this week is the first time I ever fucked my roommate. Take it how you want. All you gotta do if you want to contribute is pick up your phone and... Call
6: 816-607-3663 And the play!
5: That's all right. We'll play it. We won't screen it. We'll just play it. Yeah, it's
0: a dangerous game, but uh, it's a game we play.
5: Yeah, we stay dangerous. Yep. Just like the bowlers.
0: Correct. Yeah, Christopher Battle, uh, he made sure that we're staying dangerous. Yeah. We're following his advice.
5: And if you're voice shy or have crappy reception, feel free to text us. We uh, check the text line too. Yeah. If you got pictures you want to send, you know, send them to the bowl. Yeah. 816-607-3663. Did you see her breasts? You just might.
0: You could. Anything can happen in the text line. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy place. Crazy wild. Uh well, this is always a great place to roll into a little bit of grounds. Make really
6: wanna build
0: Oh, yeah. If you don't want to build a node by now, I don't know what else to say. Every week I try to tell you why you should be building a node. You, know, you must
5: be new. You must
0: be new. How <laughs> new are you? Well, there's a flood of newbies uh, on us, which is kind of like just, you know, your first dip in the water of getting sucked harder into uh, this awesome, wonderful community we have in the larger uh, NA sphere, I would say. But, um Yeah you might go down a little bit of some rabbit holes and one of those rabbit holes is going to eventually lead to you um, either going deeper on starting a podcast or going deeper on supporting podcasts that you love or maybe even how to decentralize um, the, your, your monetary intake that you already have. Maybe you have an online store. Maybe you have a brick and mortar shop. Maybe you could learn to be your own bank and payment processor with very little money and uh, time invested. And at the same time, like I say, it's a little money and time invested, but it's also kind of just like a new lifestyle that opens up. Um, If this idiot stoner in his basement can figure it out, I I promise you, you can figure it out. It is not like falling off a log. It's not necessarily as easy as just grabbing Albi and being able to have a split but when you're fully noted up that means that you're verifying every payment that goes through on the bitcoin network it means that you can uh, independently verify you don't have to trust anybody else's word for it you don't have to say oh yeah I guess this is legit because some other machine said it you can run your own hardware in your own house and verify every single transaction over the last 12 plus years on the bitcoin network is indeed legit And uh, for me, it still blows my mind when I think about it. You can take sovereign payments for whatever you like, send them. uh, Nobody can do a damn thing about it. Permissionless. That's what I love. Uh, And like I mentioned, fire sale again, what better time than uh, during a nice little dip to get in and grab some liquidity, open up some channels. We do uh, ring of fires. We do rings of fire. I organize them all the time to get new nodes uh, some channels going, some liquidity going. if you have a lightning node, you're going to want channels to send and receive payments and uh, I always recommend participating in rings of Fire especially if you're starting out at the beginning and you might not have a lot of liquidity to go around. Maybe you only have you know you're saving up a million SATs for your first channel or something and you want to have a hefty channel of 1 million. But you think, ah, oh, maybe I want little more channels that are just little and maybe I can open up like 250 to this node and this node and this node. Well, I advise you to put it all into a 1 million sat channel and do a ring of fire and that way you can get two. You get two 1 million sat channels and you only gotta spend the one. And the way it works is we organize people. I always, I've done six, but you gotta have at least three. I've always done six participants. You get all the nodes together, Get them in a circle. Each guy opens up to the guy next to him. Once you're all opened up in this nice little ring, then uh, one guy sends a balancing payment right around the ring for half of the total capacity. And this just balances all the channels out. So then everybody at the end has a perfectly balanced channel on this side and on that side. And you get a little two channels for the price of one. We are uh, about to wrap up Ring of Fire number 13 at 2 million sat capacity. Just waiting for one more channel to open up, and then I can balance that bad boy. And they're taking, uh, we're taking capacity suggestions for Ring of Fire 14. So nobody's in a big rush or hurry. You know, I've got... My channels are pretty good. I, I've i been going really hard at the Rings of Fire lately just because of all those force closes I hap- uh, had happen to me uh, during all the tour nonsense. So we seem to be out of the weeds on that. As far as my node goes, uh, there's some guys that... Just couldn't really get it rocking. I've seen on the forums and had to just start new nodes or switch Ooh. out. You know, I saw one guy who switched out his hardware and still was having issues. So, dang, yeah, sometimes things get weird and fuzzy, but uh, you always try again, build from the ashes. Um, by the way, I don't know if you had time to listen to the last podcasting 2.0. They had their big episode 100 last Friday. The century mark. Two years of podcasting, two point oh. Now it's it's crazy to think about. Don't you think?
5: Yeah, feels like just yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, episode four. I gotta start listening to this. <laughs> I know.
0: Yeah, we heard it uh, play after after the no agenda show. I think it was like a Sunday after the live stream, and it was just like the the show that rolled on right after no agenda wrapped up, and we were like, wow, what's all this new podcast index thing? What's going on here? And we listened to the back catalog and then just kept up with it every Friday. And, uh, yeah, we got right in, in December of 2020 and their latest guest on episode a hundred was John Chidgy out of Australia. And he was saying he was one of the first like dozen shows. And I w like, I wish I would have screen capped when we first got in, like how many shows there were, you know, looking back, I know it was double, I know it was double digits a hundred percent for sure. Um, But I don't know exactly how many. That was back in the time where the only app that you could stream sats to uh, podcasts or boost podcasts from was Sphinx. And uh, we do still have a Sphinx Tribe, though I'm the only one that's posted in it for six months or so. Um, Sphinx is kind of... uh, it's not necessarily user friendly intuitive as uh people as as much as people want but th- there's a special place in my heart that Sphinx will always have for you know being the first one to bust through the brick wall and get the value tags working in an app and um i don't know it's a really cool kind of chat messaging app that happens to integrate podcasting and so i think that's another reason why uh, people have kind of flocked to other apps because they give a far more podcast forward experience. You know, they're podcasting first rather than podcasting as a extra feature that was added to it. But
5: the tribes are neat.
0: There was it was cool tribes. And I think, you know, back then it was like us in podcasting 2.0. And um, I think John Chiji's show were like there There were very few shows that weren't about Bitcoin. Yeah, Just, like, all Bitcoin shows in there. Yeah. So, yeah, we've been on the grind since, like, we first figured out how. And um, he said that he started in December 2020 also. So that's how I knew, like, wow, damn. We were in there. So, I like, right in the OG wave. It, it's a fantastic time, man. And back then we were doing Voltage, which I knew that I wouldn't be able to figure out and get hardware set up, like, right away immediately. And I was like, we need in, like, right now. Just, like, Go before I even know what it is all about. Like mm-hmm. just turn it on. So that was really cool. And voltage is a great way to if you don't want to run hardware or if you don't want to go out and get a dedicated machine, a Raspberry Pi or a laptop, you can uh rent a voltage node and they make it very easy. They keep it on, they keep it updated. You don't have to worry about uh the maintenance and stuff. And they give you uh some liquidity starting out too now as part of their program. So
5: Nice. It's
0: definitely a viable option for if you really want to build a node. uh, Fountain now has charts. And I should have mentioned this last week, and I just spaced it on my notes, but uh, we had so much to write down and talk about. But yeah, Fountain. Uh, you can go to fountain.ftm slash charts. And it's been interesting watching. Um, I think they update it every hour now. Oh, really? They update it. That's That's what, according to Oscar, they update it every hour, and they look at the stats from... The last week per hour so this morning i looked we were eight now we're 16 we're kind of jumping up and down all on the list um which i think makes sense because like right around now all of last week's boosts are falling off and then slowly this week's boosts are going to get added on um so i think that shows will probably like weekly shows it would make sense to peak like the night of slash day after your show on the charts Uh, I see our boy who's behind the schemes there at number 12 currently. Fantastic. Um, And as usual, Curry's uh, coming on strong. I think he's got like four in the top 10. Podcasting 2.0, No Agenda, MoFax, and uh, Curry and the Keeper at number 10. So yeah, four of the top 10. Podfather Domination. Uh, Survival Podcast, though, was was one of my favorites from way back, and it was so cool to see when they got value-enabled think he runs a embassy that start nine embassy uh node which i have yet to try out but i've heard really great things there's a few guys in the casey bitcoiners group that run those embassy nodes as well and everybody has nothing but good things to say about them so that's yet another node option that you can run so yeah check out the uh fountain charts not only do they have the most boosted shows over the previous week but they've also got uh, that broken down by episode, so there's like hot mm. episodes, which so it looks like we have one at number 25 there. Ruin the significant.
5: Oh, uh, last week's bowl, yeah. It's Fantastic. just fountain boosts that count towards these numbers, though, right?
0: Uh, yes, that's right. So yeah. this is just boosts from fountain specifically, yes. Mm. So if you get Mondo boost from Boost CLI, you know, it's not going to affect your, it's just also just another. Uh, metric to chase, you know, we um, we have to ride that line, you know, because you don't want to get too caught up chasing numbers and chasing metrics, you want to really get caught up in putting value into your show, and
5: um, yeah, that's right,
0: that's what we love. Yep. It looks like uh, Kyron's episode of uh, Value for Value, where he covered Ablecraft, is at 21 on that hot episodes list. So
5: nice, that's fun,
0: it's a pretty cool one. Yeah, that was, I listened to that, that was. That was awesome to hear. And now I'm going to send people to that when I'm telling them for the first time about like our whole project. Cause, um, I want people to listen to the album, but Kyron gave such a good, like overall bird's eye view of like what we were going for and how we set it up
5: the whole project.
0: And, and then he plays making beans at the end too, um, the song. So it's good to just like get people's toes dipped in the water and then they can go listen to the album. Rather than saying, oh, yeah, listen to like every episode of AbleCraft, I think that it's awesome too to like have that as an option. So if you want to go deeper down the rabbit hole, that's all there and available. But um, it's a great starting off point for people who just want a start point. And, you know, I think it's like a 40 minute episode or less. So it's like digestible. It's like not everybody wants to throw in hours and hours of commitment to catch up on. On our project, which I understand. But if you want to listen to the uh, latest episode of AbleCraft, that is like uh, six minutes and some change.
5: Was that the Inception? Podcast Inception? Yeah, that was the podcast. Uh, the shortest the podcast
0: one on, uh, Hog Story 5 Minute Limit.
5: Yep. Herbal Kerbal finally got his <laughs> short show. They
0: also have the Baller Boosts uh, chart, which is kind of fun for uh, those who want to wag dick.
5: Um. <laughs> Shake sets and last
0: time I think uh I looked Paytar was uh ten percent of this top fifty list <laughs> nice, so he's killing it. I see Pfeiffer on here Ooh. at nineteen with a twenty one thousand boost to us and uh stem's boost is on there as well so um yeah that's these are just fun charts to look at and watch and mm. uh see kind of what's going on and what the what the I really like that it's updated every hour because that gives that gives a good mix you know what i mean i think it would be less fair or less interesting if it was just taken once once a week and then whenever that's taken you know like those shows oh, would yeah. have a peak advantage a you peak know?
5: show yep yeah, on certain um, days
0: although if you're taking it at one point and then just grab it one week every time maybe you could argue that uh, but who knows you know who knows i like that it's every hour because then you get you get shows coming up and down on that list and you get to see more. I think that's better for everybody's always like, how do we do discovery, discovery? Well, this is a really good, uh, in my opinion, it's a good way to do discovery. Yeah. Because you got shows uh, all over the place. A lot of these I haven't heard of too, you know? um. So yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a fantastic one.
5: And it's exciting to see our friends on there.
0: <laughs> they talked about uh, on the last podcasting 2.0 that people should just go flat out be value for value consultants. And so I'd like to announce Ah, that uh, I am a value for value consultant. Hello. Hi, my name is Spencer. I can help you set your podcast up for value for value. I can help you set a split up for yourself. If you're just a guest on shows, you know, and you don't even have a show, I can help you with any of that. Be happy to can help you implement uh, any of the podcasting 2.0 features into your uh, podcast, but it goes deeper than that. I'm willing to help you put your albums out in the same way. We've done it for music, uh, Abel Kirby and myself. In fact, uh, Abel Kirby, if you follow him on podcast index.social, you'll know that he is working on a uh, album hosting solution. So um, yes, email me, spencer at bull dot I can consult and help you get into this thing and get you value enabled and uh, a little love in the value tag. That's all it is. Value for value. We'll value for value and I recommend uh, I recommend by the way that uh, everybody who's been doing this value for value for thing for a while and following in and sitting in the boardroom meetings every week uh add it I'm going to try to get something uh, when we do the the website overhaul and then add it like as one of the things on my LinkedIn but I've like right when oh, I heard nice. it right away I updated my Mastodon profiles to be like value for value consultant Cause yeah, I mean it makes nothing but sense, you know. This is uh we've already been evangelizing this, we've already been helping people set this up, so why not like declare it officially? Uh finally, been working on DMU player and API, uh a lot more hardcore because like half of that episode was just them talking about how we need a music player and how we need to do the music side of things. So um I have been at work trying to get a player going. Um, I am so clumsy when it comes to calling the API, but hopefully CSB is going to help tutor me a little bit uh, into that. He's got a couple of example codes written on uh, podcastindex.social, including for Node and for C Sharp, which I'm interested in You know, calling the API with both. Um, ideally, what I really want is a .NET API that has its own database because... We're gonna need some unique API calls that just don't exist right now on the index and that might not even make sense for the like short term future of adding to the index either. Um things like give me artists. You know, I wanna search by artists, I wanna search by um albums, I wanna be able to display popular albums, popular artists, that kind of thing.
5: What about like instrument? Maybe instrument. I haven't really thought that deep. That's pretty deep. <laughs> I need to hear some sex. Pronto.
0: <laughs> yeah. But uh I just think there's there's gonna be a different kind of data set you're looking for with music, you know, and different things that you wanna sort by or display by or search by. And so uh, um, genre. Having an app that kind of dual purposes or dual uses maybe the podcast index as well as a different API uh that's more music centered is is really what I'm aiming for. But You know, we had this dance of like, what stack do we choose and what's the best? And Stephen B has been, Stephen Bell coded CurioCaster and Svelte, which is a different JavaScript uh, front-end framework, which I like. And I've done a couple tutorials in it. Um, Everything is much simpler and more elegant. Uh, The way that state is managed is way more intuitive. Uh, But we've been, I've just like been pussyfooting around in a circle and like, if I go and decide Svelte, then I'm going to spend like 50 to 60% of this two weeks, just like catching up on how Svelte works. Right. And if I just go and do a damn create react app, like I've actually done a bunch of,
5: yeah, then I can,
0: I can use more of my time to actually put code on screen. And so that's what I just decided to do. Cause you know, Steven, he, he dropped some, uh, wisdom in our group and said you know we can do this uh decide the stack dance for another year because like i've been talking about it for probably about a year uh or he said basically i like to run things by a duocracy meaning that whatever stack somebody does something with then we'll just kind of keep working on that and that really triggered me to be like just fucking do it just put something out there so now i have at least like a a navbar footer and like some mocked up stuff. And then we just need to have uh um, back end start to like propagate these things, propagate these albums. But um as far as I know, CurioCaster, that's the only thing that surfaces music. And if you go into their uh Curio Cabinet, he calls it, and you click on that music tab, you can see all the music feeds that Steven uh has surfaced. Uh which to my knowledge are all of the music uh it's, it's all of the feeds in the podcast index that have a medium tag set to music. And there's less than 20. I think there's like 13. Wow. So, you know, another part of this is going to be slight chicken and egg style of, you know, we're going to need more bands to put their feeds out and get value enabled and have a music medium tag. But we're going to need an app to be able to show bands why they should do that. Yeah,
5: exactly.
0: Um, But we're going to need a a host, which uh, Abel Kirby's stepping up and, you know, being one of the solutions of the future for that, of like, okay, well, if I want to do it, how do I do it? Um, So, yeah, it's it's still super early, but um, I'm just trying to maximize this free time that I have every day, and I'm down here like... Uh, hating myself and slamming my head on the keyboard and getting things on the screen finally. So,
5: yeah, you've been (laughs) smashing it out,
0: making pushes, making commits, making pushes. So,
5: you like wake up, have a bite, code. Yeah. And then I see you like after the kids go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've brought your dinner down here. Yep. Most nights since that podcasting 2.0 episode, but that's great.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm excited about, uh, Just because that's another thing is I've recruited a a few people to help me work on this thing. And aside from Steven, we all have like a similar experience level, you know, and uh, it's just like without something framed out, nobody can really take bite sized pieces off and add to the thing. Yeah. So that's been that's been our own little mini version of chicken and egg, you know, so I just have to be the chicken and squeeze one out. (laughs) <laughs>
5: Bacar, Bacar.
0: so that's what that's what this next four weeks are dedicated to squeezing nice. out this egg
5: hey i drew your picture for it
0: oh yes that's right uh
5: <laughs> i did my part
0: <laughs> and i finally got it color, colored in so i think we talked oh, about yay. that two or maybe even three able crafts ago how we had like a rough uh draft of the logo yes and i finally finished the color in and i made a twitter account
5: wow
0: dmu underscore (laughs) emu
5: oh no (laughs) yeah so i mean oh yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's it's unbeatable you gotta love it no you gotta have something there so
5: yeah you should make a a mastodon server or whatever
0: the mastodon account account yeah yeah i'll probably make a podcast index.social one
5: uh i was talking about like your own at
0: yeah like, at DMU, EMU?
5: Just DMU, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Username, at demu. Oh, you're talking so about a whole thing? instance. Yeah, instance, that's the word. Oh, Thanks. Oh,
0: geez. Yeah, that's, okay.
5: Okay, someone else. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> never like a, mind.
0: That's another plate on a stick. I don't want to learn how to, I don't care how We're easy people say app. it is, you know. If somebody else wants to make an instance for DMU, that would be interesting. I would be open to it, but not me
5: okay all right. i have too right.
0: much already going on all right too much for that yep but, but yeah, no that's the call i guess you know if you're hearing this and you're like oh making instances is easy i'm making instance i don't give a shit then uh do it
5: yeah or well, let me like, know oh react cool hop on the team
0: <laughs> yeah
5: i can do a little <laughs> little things very go. little things <laughs>
0: can make us a hamburger um, menu i can
5: definitely make a hamburger menu (laughs) (laughs) i know i have i've picked up like such tiny pieces of coding from you but uh someday i'll be able to put them all together and do a thing
0: you'll soak it in like a sponge over time
5: yeah no doubt i make an eight ball too Ooh. yeah (laughs) you know magic eight ball ah yes for the site
0: (laughs) the magic eight ball (laughs) Yeah, that, that uh, wraps up my cocaine.
5: Oh, uh, speaking of eight balls, right man. On the, right on the <laughs> eight ball note. Uh, well, right on the note, there were magic numbers floating around. Actually, you know what? I think I heard some boosts come in, though. Yeah, before you're, I just...
0: you're absolutely correct. There were some boosts, including uh, yet another 69. Sixty nine
5: sixty
3: nine, 69, dudes! Yeah!
0: And uh, that coming from Cotton Gin on Boosy L.I., Nice. Who gives us a flame emoji and a tag emoji.
5: Oh, fire sale.
0: Fire sale.
5: Yeah. I thought he was Thanks talking congen. about the,
0: the lit tag,
5: but oh, he's talking about shoot. the fire sale. See, that's the what? beauty
0: of the, <laughs> the beauty of the emoji boostergram it can be interpreted many different ways. Yes. By many <laughs> different boomers. <laughs> I thought he was playing with fire and burning the tag. Recalcitrant boomer. <laughs> Uh, 666 sats coming in from CurioCaster. This is directly from the Pfizer marketing team. Ooh, spooky. Wow. Uh, They said, we heard this was the place to promote boosting. Are we in the
5: right place? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: stupid!
5: You're so stupid! <laughs> context clues, but we'll take your sats.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
5: Boosts.
0: Yep. Some tasty boost bait is what that is. Mm,
5: that's some tasty boost bait. Uh, Six, six,
0: six sats again, but uh, this one's coming out of Podverse. Uh, This is a boost from Moan Durna. Moan Durna. Oh. <laughs> and they said, yes, we too are interested in onboarding you as a boost, boasting, <laughs> he said boasting partner, <laughs> boosting partner. <laughs> boost me once, shame on, shame on. Boost can't get boost again. Yeah. Oh God. CurioCaster six 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 sets from Big Johnson and Johnson. (laughs) Uh, And they say nine out of ten boost survivors recommend our boosts.
1: (laughs) Here's your cue to boost. You know you want to. Shit. I love boosters. (laughs) Nice. Well,
0: thank you. Good Uh, combo. Big Devil Pharma for. Uh, your money of the future.
5: Satan sats. Satan
0: sats. Oh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, here we are. Okay, so, uh, speaking of Satan, I <laughs> guess that a bunch of people have been getting food poisoning in Telangana, India. Uh, and this week, the headline that caught my eye and tipped me off to it was that a dead lizard was found in food in 33 hostel <coughs> students... Fall ill.
0: Oh, God. Fell ill. (laughs) That's got it all. 33, a lizard.
5: Dead lizard. In food. Mm. Yeah. Spooky stuff.
0: These are... Coming out
5: of India, you know, where...
0: They're very strange times we are living in, I can say.
5: Yeah.
3: This whole Um. thing is very, very spooky.
5: The food poisoning cases are specifically coming out of government-aided schools. Well, well, well. <laughs> and she's like, well, surprise, surprise. But it really does
0: have it all, doesn't it? Oh my god! Yeah.
5: So there oh, were. I uh, feel ill. This girl saw a dead lizard in her food. Went to the person in charge and was like, "Excuse me, there's a dead lizard in my food, and I'm feeling pretty queasy now." Well, she's dead. And they were like, "That's not a lizard. It's a green chili." Oh, okay, green chili. But she knew what she saw, yeah. and then. A few hours later, 33 kids were puking and vomiting and just all over the place. Stomach aches. 13 of them, spooky number, also ended up in the hospital with, like, really bad symptoms. But they're all in stable condition now. But still, poisoning the food of the dead lizard, not cool. Not cool at all. Ugh. Then in Tennessee... Which we've been talking about tonight a lot. Uh, Thirty-three pets were rescued from hoard conditions, according to a nonprofit. This was in Pocahontas, Tennessee. Mm. <laughs> I guess in the the west part of the state. But you know, I've said it to the bowlers once, and I'll say it again—probably thirty-two more times. If you're gonna hoard pets, you gotta stop at thirty-two. Because once that thirty-third animal comes along, man, you're gonna get fucked.
0: Yeah. Somehow that's when they kick into gear.
5: That's when they're like we need to save the animals. We need to make you a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> which I mean like it's there's no, no way you can care for 29 dogs and four cats which was this situation. Like they were all just stuck in cages allegedly according to the media story, you know, cuz I, I wasn't there. I don't know what's going on exactly, but uh there was maggots everywhere like the floors in this house or trailer that they were in were rotten out and uh, all of them were malnourished the cats didn't have like litter so they were just sleeping and pooping in the same place with nothing to eat so they all had you know they were dehydrated hungry had parasites and other health issues i guess at least one animal had a broken bone too so no good but now they'll get medical help and be adopted out to loving homes where they may be treated like a person mm-hmm. instead of an animal. <laughs> Imagine that. Well, you know what I mean? Going from like such horrid conditions of being in cages to like just uh, young owners who they have no children. It's just you, the dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we were just uh, dog owners. Yeah. You remember? I remember
0: when it was just one dog? And
5: it was just one dog. And he was, like, the best dog in the world.
0: hmm <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even know he could bark for the first, like, five days.
5: No, we really didn't. He's super cool. He's a good dog. He's still a good dog. He's just old and cranky because he's a poodle mix. Yes. And he's getting old. And he did get hit by a car at one point in time, so that never helps anyone when you're in pain constantly. But chiropractor has saved his life for yeah. real. Which is crazy and awesome. And my final top 333 story for tonight is that we talked about the floods in Pakistan a few bowls ago. Well, Dubai sent 33 tons of humanitarian aid to Pakistan. Uh, That should benefit at least 13,600 people, according to their data that they've rolled out into their press releases. And they sent over medical and health supplies, personal hygiene supplies, and food. So, yeah, I guess a third of the country was affected by these floods. Dang. And then uh, they started crying climate change, you know. And to wrap it all up, uh, people are still coughing out Uh there. Coughing into coffins, in fact. (coughs) Because we had 33 deaths in three places this week. New Delhi... And Union Territory in India. And then, uh, Iowa. Oh, jeez. Yeah. America slipping into that, uh, koof-deaf news. So, anyways, you ready to go behind on the curtain?
0: Oh, yeah, I thought you'd never ask.
5: Yeah, there you go. Hey, I don't know if you, uh, got the memo, but the dusty man in the White House has declared September National Recovery Month. Oh, all right. Yes. <laughs> Great press for Eminem's album. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man.
5: It's time to revisit. Yeah, I don't know, these declarations, or proclamations, excuse me, a proclamation from the president. Like, what does it mean? What does it do? It's just kind of a wagging dick moment, you know, where they talk about, oh, Never forget, we've got $22 billion from Congress to support drug prevention and treatment and harm reduction and recovery support services. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, uh, and you're doing what exactly with that? I don't know. I don't know neither. But this month also marked 200 days for Brittany Griner being imprisoned in Russia. Whoa. Yeah, and I thought that that was going to... Uh, put her in the headlines and stuff, but no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked when I saw a picture, though, of Gritney surrounded by shoes. I was like, good old shoes. <laughs> a bunch of them. Because this is the fifth year of BG's Heart and Soul, S-O-L-E, shoe drive.
0: Uh... And
5: uh, her team kept it going. So they had three different distribution events and... Collected and gave out more than 3,200 pairs of shoes. I was like, man, 100 more shoes, and this would have been a really big deal if we'd gotten the 3,300 pairs of shoes. hmm You know? Oh, well. Um, but yeah, they were also giving out, like, hygiene kits and water to the homeless at these events. So, but yeah, this picture of her surrounded by shoes. It was too juicy not to share. Um, and then, of course, you know, A few bowls ago, uh, allegedly Dennis Rodman had said he was going to Russia and then he backed out over the course of a weekend. I remember. Uh, Well, now boxing legend Roy Jones Jr. wants to help Brittany Griner get back to the USA. Are you kidding right now? Not kidding right now. Oh boy. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Roy Jones was a dual citizen, so he's got citizenship in Russia as well as America. And unlike the Dennis Rodman story, uh, Roy actually was talking about it oh. to the media. So I got a clip. I got oh, a clip. Okay.
1: Who have you been working with to get Brittany out of jail? One of my guys is like, uh, he's a right-hand man to the office of Mr. Putin. So he can kind of, he's high up on a political scheme. He's a reporter. and He usually does most of the reporting for Mr. Putin. So he can go make direct contact with whoever's necessary to help me facilitate the deal. He's the one who told me, he came and told me that they would do it for a prison prison swap. He's the one who understood that for me. So wow. when he told me, he told my friend, I got a friend in Miami. He told my friend in Miami to tell me that they do it for Miami, for, 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 a, for a prison swap. So my friend in Miami called me and said, hey, they should do it, probably, but they'll do it over a, a prison swap. I said, okay, well, our government is keen or is, is interested in doing it at all because if it's any way possible, I would like to help try to get her home. Would I put my life on the line to take a chance to go to Russia to exchange prisons for her? Yes, I would. Why? Because if it was my daughter, I want somebody to do the same thing for me. And I'd be glad that somebody has a close enough connection or is liked enough that the people will respond to that person on behalf of my daughter. You understand where I'm coming from? So if that were my daughter, I would gladly hope that somebody would be willing to to risk their life for the safety of my child. If it meant you going to Russia and actually... Going to get Britney Griner, you, you would do that. Gotta do what I gotta do, baby. If For my kid, I want somebody to do the same thing for me.
5: So at least he said it, you know. Yeah, came from the man himself before the media started running with it. Richard Suter is probably going to rush to get Britney. Well, not exactly, but you know, he says he's here to help. And um, yeah, he focused a lot on how, oh, you know, I'm not a politician. I'm just a sports figure. Yeah, and so I've got a different kind of sway. Right. They'd asked him, so have you talked to Putin? <laughs> he's like, no. <laughs> Come on. Have you seen Mr. Rodman? <laughs> I have not. I have not. And that that was another thing that really weirded me out, that story of like, Dennis Rodman's going over there, and then three days later, no, he's not. Just kidding. Uh, and then um, we've got another name now that's been thrown into the Potential prisoner swap list.
0: Oh, a new one. And this
5: one's interesting. Okay. Because uh, also in the headline was Bitcoin. Alexander Vinick his lawyer, is now urging Moscow to add Alex to the potential prisoner swap list. Um, and this guy was accused of laundering more than $4 billion through Bitcoin.
0: Oh, boy. Yes.
5: He was extradited to the United States last month to face those money laundering charges, Uh, but he was originally arrested in 2017 in Greece at the request of the United States and since then, Moscow has been demanding his return and obviously not getting it. So then he was extradited to France from Greece, where he was sentenced to five years and then sent back to Greece, which, like, riddle me that. It's so confusing. And now, he's in the U.S., and he appeared in front of a San Francisco judge, where grand jury over there in California unsealed a 21 count indictment against him, uh, for using his Bitcoin currency exchange, which I have noted here as a BTC dash lowercase e, mm. Bitcoin dash e. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, they allege that he used his exchange to launder four billion dollars from. And I quote, a vast network of interlocking syndicates engaged in public corruption, identity theft, ransomware, extortion, dark web, drug deals, and a raft of other global cyber crimes. I um, sound jealous. Yeah, Vinnick has denied all charges the whole time and continues to do so. But now it looks like the max penalty in the United States is 55 years, which hes a, I think he's an older guy. You know, so that could be a death sentence for him. Yeah. So, yeah, throw his name on the list, along with a uh, crazy Kov, <laughs> the assassin, and um, comfy bear. Yeah, the, the fuzzy bear friend. <laughs> and he's not a part of the uh, Russia, 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 twenty sixteen thing, but he might know something about someone who was. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so I it was like, okay, this is interesting. I hadn't heard about this guy before, um, but now he's on my radar, and we got the uh, Bitcoin shit staying there, you know? Yep. Also, like, ooh, that's slander Bitcoin in the headline.
0: <laughs> I think that mo- moving money as a crime has got to be some of the weakest shit, you know?
5: Yeah, because the money is just money.
0: Right. It's a free market. You, you'd think it maybe that... Uh, You would want money, like, the best money would also have that as a feature. would be, like, the most saleable across any legal structure, right? Like, you can still move it around despite, uh, governments being interested in stopping you doing it. Something I never really just thought about, uh, 100% until just now. Like, they, they say, oh, criminals use Bitcoin, but, uh, it seems to be the same rate that they use cash, if not slightly less, um... But you'd also, I think, want that as a, uh, as you just yet another signal that it's a strong money if you've, you know, if criminals choose that money in particular, which cash is way better and easier, paper cash. Yeah. Yeah, there's no public ledger tracking where right. you're handing paper cash. So...
5: Cash is king.
0: Um, it's by far the superior choice for the criminal, but, uh... I don't know. Like maybe, maybe that's uh, part of uh, what you want money to be. Now that I think about it,
5: maybe, maybe we've got another sports player who was talking about Grittany this week, Gilbert Arenas. Hmm. I believe he uh, was a basketball player. No. Oh. Oops, sorry. Bumping my buttons over here.
0: A button, but I got a
5: clip because you know he's got a theory about uh, why Grittany is being detained over there imprisoned
2: this is my thing here who is she more important to the WNBA or russia the WNBA nba team she makes 200 something thousand that russia team she makes two million she is the queen in russia i want to see what happens when the russian season comes around what are they gonna what is that russia team gonna do they're not gonna keep her in. they're not gonna keep her in jail that's their player they already came out and said, while she's doing her nine and a half year stint, she's going to be able to coach. She's more valuable to Russia than she would be to us in a sense of she's your golden goose. I don't see you holding her in jail for fucking nine years. I'm, I'm going to call your bluff. I want to call your bluff. I want to see. I want to see you hold her in jail for nine years. The best player in that country. No, they're not keeping that girl in fucking prison. And if she's in prison, if she's actually in prison, she's running that joint. For sure. (laughs) It's like LeBron to us. She's
5: LeBron over there. I like that comparison.
0: Interesting.
5: (laughs) Yeah, and I did, uh...
0: Yeah, we've made that uh, same observation, too, over over the past few months that this saga's been rolling out. Uh... And you told us specifically, you know, she makes way more over there than she does over here, and yeah, and we wonder why. What could that be? What could that be all about? But yeah, I, I think the I think the man has a very good point.
5: Yeah, uh, he also at one point was like, "Is she even in the in a cell?" Like, I want to see her in a cell. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, man, cool." Uh, but yeah, I, he mentioned that they had said she could be used as a coach, and so I went to source that. Um, and I saw a quote from Ivan Melnikov, the vice president of the Russian Department of the International Human Rights Defense Committee, who said he hopes Gritney is sent to a colony with a lenient governor who allows her to coach rather than being a seamstress. Which, oh,
0: so it's kind of just like an offhand comment.
5: <laughs> yeah, it was an offhand comment, um, but, you know. Uh Melnikov also said prisoners are encouraged to play sports and basketball is popular. So, but yeah, when he talked about her being the queen of Russia, you know, and yeah. it's funny too, because the interview started off and the interview was like, who do you think's the best player in the WNBA? And he named a few gals and then dudes like, you didn't say Brittany Griner. And he's like, well you know
0: (laughs) you asked me the question
5: (laughs) yeah exactly
0: yeah
5: so then when he was saying like she's the queen over in russia like i thought okay that makes sense yeah that makes sense but then it's also uh convenient for them to have nabbed her with the vape pen sure yeah it's just like come on that's her smoking weeds and nothing new right why then you know
0: why but, indeed, yeah.
5: I don't know. I still think there's more to it than basketball, but
0: I agree. Or <laughs> or weed pins.
5: I he, oh, obviously it's not about the weed or Mark Fogel would have his status that he's being uh, detained wrongfully. Yeah. <laughs> uh and he doesn't. So, you know. But the, the you know, the US does seem to want her back considering uh they did make the offer for Victor Boot. To be swapped with her. Then they were also asking for Paul Whelan in the mix. Right. And Russia was like, Nah, we're not doing two for one. Allegedly. As the media reports. Oh, right.
0: Because we don't negotiate in the media.
5: (laughs) Except for uh, through all of history. Yeah. At every press conference. Uh, Another article I saw on the Britney line this week was that at least 32 Americans have signed up to play in Russia's basketball league this coming season. And there was only one woman listed in that group of 32. Again, I was like, 32, come on, man. At least 32. I know, at least 32. These are just the confirming ones, but it's like, why didn't you just get that one more?
0: Uh, It's so close, but I can't (laughs) ding the bell.
5: No, no, you can't. Uh, And finally, to round out this bit, um, the U.S. ambassador, John Sullivan, is leaving his Russian post. so he's been there for three years and um people were wondering well how is this gonna affect griner in that situation and sullivan said well i've been trying to visit her and i just keep being ignored so (laughs) it's like he doesn't really have anything to do with it oof yeah
0: giving up throwing in the towel
5: yep he's
0: done done wasting his time
5: That's all right Uh, Now, in Arkansas, the Attorney General has chimed in and told the Supreme Court that the legalization initiative ballot title is misleading. Uh, This seems to be the trend for the upcoming November ballots. These people are sick. This whole misleading title voters won't understand.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, The voter is just the dumbest possible person.
5: Yeah, they don't know how to read. (laughs) Terrible. Terrible. And so, last time around, you know, it was the, oh, you're covering more than one topic, and now we've got this. Misleading. So, Responsible Growth Arkansas, whose ballot initiative is at stake here, they already filed a lawsuit after the election board rejected uh, the name and ballot title, and the election board cited concerns that their initiative doesn't limit the level of THC. Which is like, right, okay, you can be concerned about that, but we got the signatures from the people, the voters, and it's their will to pass the initiative as written, right? Yes. Uh, you would think so, so. Why does it matter that the election board doesn't like the content of the initiative? It's very confusing to me. Um, so the uh, group, Responsible Growth, asked the Supreme Court to step in and order the initiative back onto the November ballot. Um, And they did. They said, let's keep the question on the ballot until the final ruling. Sure. So there's a chance that in Arkansas you could vote for this initiative, and then the Supreme Court could say, you know what? It was misleading, and then it just doesn't count. Mm. They could just pull it even if it passes. Isn't that such BS?
0: Yeah, there's always some kind of political fuckery. That they try to pull, whether it's through the courts or through, you know, usually the Secretary of State's office has a pretty big sway over it.
5: It's just gross.
0: Yeah, definitely.
5: Now, in California, uh, Governor Newsom signed two pot reform bills into law. he has been kind of slow at signing these bills. I think he had 12 bills regarding weed on his desk. Mm. He signed two of them. And, of course, he vetoed the safe injection sites which I also was like, well, that's an interesting move. Um, but the first bill prevents doctors from denying treatment or medication to medical weed patients, which I was mm-hmm. like, wow, we need to write this into, we need to pass this into law. You can say, oh, I don't want to give you pain medicine because you smoke weed. You have a prescription for medical weed. Like, I guess I can see that They may not uh, have expertise on the interaction between cannabis and pharmaceutical drugs fully documented at their fingertips or something. But uh, generally, I wouldn't be too worried about that. I don't think that you should deny people treatment because of a certain prescription they have, you know?
0: definitely not. So
5: it it was confusing to me that this (laughs) was a bill that had to be passed into law. I know, right? I was like, well, that's kind of sick.
6: Yeah.
0: It
5: makes me think someone went to a hospital And was not given treatment These they're people are sick A medical patient, a medical weed patient Like, So what's that all about? Yeah, what is that all about? But uh, I guess I'm glad they're putting a stop to it Maybe that's a step in the right direction, right? Oh With yeah, it. sure
7: It's a step in the right
5: direction after all
2: After all, it's a step in the right direction It's a step in the right direction after all
5: the second bill that he signed into law um, amends an existing law that had permitted registered medical weed patients to use their medicine at hospitals, uh, and it repeals a provision that required healthcare facilities um, to give the patients their to administer the pot to these patients. And now it requires that the patient or caregiver be responsible for acquiring, retrieving, administering, and removing the weed from the healthcare facility mm-hmm. and be responsible to keep it securely stored at all times. You know, like a loaded gun. You got to keep that weed locked oh, yeah. up. yeah,
0: You got to keep the uh, ammo of the weed separate <laughs> from the gun of the weed.
5: Yes. Rolling papers in one lock box, buds in the other. That's right. I just I I don't know how I feel about that like with it being called medicine which it is for many people yes why would it be so difficult uh, for a health I mean it must be just because of the federal stuff they wouldn't want healthcare facilities um, giving people weed I'm not sure it's just search me man it's just so dumb all of the it's way overregulated yeah It's a fucking weed, man. I know, but these people have a prescription. And then they go into a healthcare facility, and the nurses are like, oh, I see that you have this prescription that you need your medicine, but I can't give it to you. (laughs) It's just so... It's beyond me. That's for sure. Uh, This past week, Michigan State Police said that approximately 3,250 cases involving alleged impairment... Could have been false positives as a result of CBD being converted to THC during the laboratory analysis process. Surprise, surprise. They don't know how to test for THC or CBD. They're just like, oh, it's weed. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, obviously, they have to stop all of their THC toxicology testing that they're doing. And let's see what happens for these cases, you know? Because you used evidence against these people. It was admitted as evidence, and it was false, potentially. The impairment thing makes me so mad. Yeah. With everything, you know?
0: Such a subjective thing to try and nail down.
5: Yeah. Even blood alcohol the content's infuriating. Yep. <laughs> like, if there's an accident, worry about the accident. But the other factors, you know, it's still the it's the person... Uh, behind the wheel or whatever they're in charge. it's their responsibility. You can't just like blame a substance, yeah, oh. so in Missouri, politicians are stepping up and speaking out against the legalization initiative that has made it onto the ballot from new approach, and one of the loudest voices is uh, representative Ashley bland Manlove, she has the craziest name, yes, but she's here in Kansas City. She actually created a coalition to try and persuade voters against voting for it called the Impactful Canna Reform Coalition. A freaking coalition just to try and educate voters and get them to vote no. Wow. I was like, okay. She also chairs the Legislative Black Caucus. So I thought that was a a hell of a move. (laughs) And uh, after she did that, the Secretary of State came out against it, also. Ashcroft, J. Ashcroft.
0: Oh yeah, son
5: of a uh, John Ashcroft of the, the
0: infamous John W.
5: Administration. Yes. Yeah. So you know, I mean, politicians and their opinions <laughs> or uh, lobbying or whatever. But I just thought I was like, wow, that's a that's a hell of a move, creating a coalition. Yeah. Just to say oh no i probably won't vote at all (laughs) but (laughs) it's
0: looking so lame yeah
5: like and you know she talked about how it's like she has a problem that social equity isn't specifically written in but then she also goes on to talk about the new criminalization all the new penalties that will be put out there, which is what our biggest qualm has been. Yeah,
0: easily by far and away, that's my biggest problem with it as well.
5: Exactly, like,
0: and that you're gonna, um, you're gonna codify those into the constitution. Like,
5: yeah, that's not the place for that. No. So, um, now uh, the campaign behind the initiative, Legal Missouri, is their name. They did get the president of the St. Louis. NAACP to criticize her coalition um, in writing.
0: That's what you do, yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah, but I was like, okay, I don't know, weak. And, and, you know, they were like, Oh, we have social equity, we have micro licenses. How gross is that?
0: Micro licenses?
5: It just sounds gross. Yeah. You get a, a very limited license, and you still probably have to pay $20,000 just to apply. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we have eighteen micro licenses available. Wow, so it, it's frustrating. I just want my free market, you know. Definitely. <laughs> um, in Oklahoma, the Supreme Court there is delaying the decision on whether Oklahomans for sensible marijuana laws initiative can appear on the November ballot. So again, it, it's like the, these states they end up in the same quandaries election cycle after election cycle they're fighting the same battle as arkansas um they submitted more than enough valid signatures they accepted a ballot title revision from the attorney general who was like oh eh, this is kind of misleading they're like okay well what do you think we should call it and then you know the ag gave a suggestion they were like sure let's go for it they got certified by the secretary of state but the problem now is that there's procedural steps that come after all that, I guess, including a 10-day period where anyone can challenge the text of the initiative um, before it gets officially placed on there. And the third party that validated the signatures took so long to do it that they jeopardized the group's ability to meet that deadline, to, you know, get the 10-day period in before the ballot printing cutoff date. Huh. And so it's like, oh, sorry, you know, we needed 10 days for people to complain about this initiative, and you only have five before we're doing the printing of the ballots, I guess. Or they have to be finalized. So, obviously, the group... So
0: they're rug-pulling them on the deadline? Like, the deadline is the deadline, but actually it was a secret deadline that's before the deadline?
5: I wonder if they knew about it, because, I mean, they submitted their signatures two or three months ahead of all this. Right. You know, I think it was the end of August when that <clears throat> deadline for the per- the finalization of the ballot hit. And yeah, they had submitted their signatures like three months early. And then the, this third party that was supposed to go through and verify the signatures just took so freaking long, you know, that's where it got held up and they had the signatures. It's such BS. um, But last Monday, or maybe, yeah, it was last Monday, because yesterday was a holiday, uh, the Supreme Court voted in a 5-4 to decision um, that it's going to assume jurisdiction of the case, um, but that they're holding it in abeyance for the time period to see whether or not um, the filing of objections expires or whatever. Like, if there's any objections even filed against it. In that ten-day period, so it's like wait and see. Okay, are we going to be on it or not?
0: Mm. It's but, a nerve-wracking uh, little waiting period.
5: Yeah, no joke.
0: A lot's on the line.
5: Yes. So that's frustrating. It just reminds me of Arkansas. Yeah. You know? It's like, yep. Hey, we we did our part. We got the signatures. We wrote the initiative. You tweaked it how <sighs> you wanted it. We were cool with the, you know, like uh, in one of them they added in. Uh, like, oh, it's still federally illegal. They, like, added that language in, the election board or whatever. Right. Which is, like, fine. Okay, you can add that in because it's true.
0: It's, yeah, I mean, it's good to point out every once in a while, you know.
5: Yeah, that's a good reminder. Uh, But, yes, that's that's a total wait-and-see situation uh, there in Oklahoma. Damn. And then my final story for behind the curtain tonight is that uh, the Panamanian president— Laurentino Cortizo signed medical weed into law. Nice. So that'll uh, they'll get some medical weed regulated in Panama. Woo! Panama.
0: <laughs> nice.
5: Yep. That's all I got.
0: There you go.
6: Cool.
0: Appreciate you keeping us up to date with all the haps. We also appreciate the Reverend Cyber Trucker, uh, faithfully delivering us a. Metal moment every week. But before I get to him, we did have a couple of boostograms that slipped their way in. All right. Including this one. Very concerning. I don't know if all of the action from Big Pharma attracted his attention, but we got a boost from Bill Gates. Uh Uh-oh. A boost of 666, and he's using our Wi-Fi.
5: What?
0: Uh, (laughs) He boosted us from uh, your Wi-Fi. He's not using any podcast app. He just used our (laughs) Wi-Fi. And, uh, what does he have to say? He says, I approve of this messaging. Wow. Actually, he says, I approve of this messaging. That wasn't that good. I tried. What can I say? Spooky. We also got, I think, our first ever Fibonacci boost. One, one, two, three, five sets.
5: Ooh. Out
0: of Fountain from our boy Circus
5: Media. Thank you. Thanks, Circus Media.
0: Good to see you. Hear from you again. So, Yeah.
5: Cool. Very cool, and
0: that uh, prompted a question in the chat of what would be the a good uh, Fibonacci emoji boost? Because you know the boost spot he gives the uh, he gives the emojis whenever certain numbers are hit. And mm. I think uh, I think the the spiral seashell has my vote. A little Fibonacci shell. Oh sequence
3: yeah.
0: Uh, we've also walked-
3: <laughs> got one rolling in. I was
0: just about to say there it. Uh, Abel Kirby coming in with eighty-eight eighty-eight. He simply says, the stars are out tonight.
5: Yes, indeed.
0: Can't sing it. I don't know the tune off the top of my head, but I have to say that's a lyrics reference.
5: Oh. I. Speaking love, of lyrical references. Blank.
0: Reverend Cybertrucker brings us every single week a metal moment. And sometimes it's a metal song from a band you never heard of, from a country you never been to. Sometimes it's a cover of a song you've heard in a strange new way. Uh, we never really know what he's going to bring. But. We always love him checking in and uh when we get to the metal moment.
6: In the bowl
8: In the morning, this here is Sir Reverend Cybertrucker and Kenny and Grogu with this week's metal moment. The number two spot of the most listened to songs on my own personal playlist is taken by Scott Bradley, or more specifically, Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox. This particular cover of "Sweet Child of Mine" by Guns N' Roses is done in a vintage New Orleans jazz style. Featuring vocals by jazz singer Mickey Brayden, this is Sweet Child of Mine.
5: Oh yeah,
0: well, that was a different vibe. I liked it. Me too. Switched it up. Thank you, Rev. Smooth, very smooth. New Orleans jazz. Hell yeah! Taking metal and putting it in other genres. Always something new at the metal moment. We appreciate that. You can follow the Reverend at RevCyberTrucker at NoAgendaSocial dot com. Uh, whenever it comes back up, it seems to be on the ground right now. Down, down on the ground. Womp womp. Uh but you know what's not down on the ground? That's our voicemail box where bowlers can call in and give us the haps on the first time they ever did whatever. Uh this week's topic. It's been on the list for a while. It's uh first time I ever fucked my roommate. And so that's what the cop- topic is. Give us a call at uh, 816-607-3663. 816-607 3663. Six, six, three. Just like uh, this color faithfully does every week.
7: Oh, man. It's not Monday. Nope. You know, because yesterday would be a holiday in the continental United States, probably all true. the United States. So, uh, how many have we got now? Uh, 15? Oh, that's right, 50. Uh, anyway, yeah, because Labor Day thing and uh, whatnot. But, yeah, so you go back to work today and like Monday, but no, it's bowl after bowl on a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just how it's supposed to be. Anyway, first time with the roommate. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, went on a mini moon. I say mini moon, or we say mini moon because we only went away for a few cu- few couple of days. I still haven't done a long one yet, like a week or so. So, still mini moon. Went away on a mini moon. Came back to the house. She was then my roommate as of then. And, uh, yeah. So that was the uh, the first time. Oh, man. Salacious, I know. There you go. Leave it to the beaver almost, you know. <laughs> anyway, all right. We well, Just about. Sir Spencer, Dane DeLorean. Here's her battles. Uh, that's it. That. I love you guys. Stay dangerous. And? 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 I mean, it's still Tuesday. Ka-ka! 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 Ka-ka!
0: Turn that air conditioner off, Christopher Battles. Actually, you can turn it on now, I think. It's a 9.06 on the western seaboard.
5: Wow.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. Good to go now. The uh, climate crisis has ended after 9. Well, thank you, Christopher Battles. Uh, and there was at least one interesting uh, transcription catch. What was it? No, I don't even see it. Oh, well, I will find it. This always happens, you know. You find one, you spot it, and then you're like,
5: Where did it go?
0: Didn't write it down. That's where uh, it went. Wow. Womp, womp. That's where it went. Speaking of where it went, where did you go? First time you ever fucked a roommate?
5: Oh, uh, I guess it was when we moved to the uh, Star 679 six, building.
6: <laughs>
0: yeah. And we
5: were officially roommates on the rent together. Yeah. And we were already dating, and I continued to have my way with you. I mean, I kind of, <laughs> I unofficially moved into your apartment, but I was paying for a dorm living in your apartment, so yeah. that was lame. But yeah, uh, back in the Como days, it was you.
0: Yeah. yeah, my story is the same one. For this one. Yeah. I wish I could remember, like, the first time we laid it down in that apartment, but I don't really remember.
5: I know that there were boxes that were not unpacked. You know yeah. why? Because we never unpacked in that apartment.
0: <laughs> we weren't there for very long. We weren't even there full, I don't think, six months, were we? No. Or Or were we, like...
5: I don't remember. It was
0: definitely not a full year.
5: It was not a full year. I can tell you that. That place had some bad juju. <laughs> it
0: was just a bad spot, yeah. Yep.
5: Yeah, they killed Alice the snake, we got Murphy the dog, and uh they weren't supposed to have the dogs, so yeah, that they was kind very of, welcome.
0: that was kind of our exit strategy. It had to uh come to fruition at that point.
5: my gosh, you remember we used to smuggle him in and out,
0: <laughs> yeah, and he wouldn't make a peep,
5: no, yeah, he was a great dog, still is.
0: Yeah. But well. now he's
5: a free dog. He's got a yard and stuff, you know? So. Yeah.
0: Doesn't have to be put in a duffel bag. <laughs>
5: and if the mailman comes around, oh boy, do we know it. Yeah. But yeah. Or I if think, a uh, leaf
0: blows across the driveway or pretty much anything happens.
5: I'm guessing we probably carried a bunch of crap in, emptied out the u Would we have even used the U-Haul? Nah, we no, we would have just used a car because we were right down the street. Yeah. From 9th Street to Walnut. And I uh, say
0: my dad helped us move. Uh remember we bought that bedroom set? Oh yeah. From that thrift store. And it had like a It was the queen-size bed, wasn't it? With yep. a dresser and vanity the mirror vanity. thing that we still have upstairs.
5: Yep. I still got the dresser too. And the yeah,
0: the tall there was a tall dresser and a vanity dresser.
5: Yeah. The headboard broke.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: The whole bed thing just fell apart, but it made it to several other moves with us. Yeah. Before it was completely destroyed. And, there was only uh, so long that bed know, was gonna last. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, your dad might have been there. Did we go to Shakespeare's for pizza that night? I think so. Because we had Murphy under the table. No one knew. Remember that. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm guessing we would have just done it in the kitchen, because yeah. Murphy was fairly new too. It mm-hmm. was like we got Murphy and then moved. Yeah. Or he uh, might have no, moved and then got. I think Murph. we
0: moved and then got Murphy.
5: Okay, so yeah, the pe- my pizza memories later. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're both Shakespeare memories, that's why. Ah, memories. What can you do behind the bowl? Yeah. They slip through your fingers like sand.
5: Yes. But that, would, that was the first time I uh, ever fucked my roommate. Because you know what? I was really nice to all my roommates, even though they tried to fuck me right up the ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep.
5: No, I never fucked over any of my roommates.
0: Yeah, me neither. It's just gross thing to do, man.
5: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. I only had... I was lucky enough to have just cool roommates, too, though, so. That's nice. The whole time.
5: Yeah. Oh, a smooth sailing one, so we were on rent together. Yes. <laughs> and then mortgage. Woo!
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, I guess we've been uh, banging a roommate ever since. Yep. This next caller probably been doing the same.
4: Well... The first time I ever uh was it fucked a roommate? I think that's what it was, wasn't it? Pretty certain it was. That's the one. <clears throat> well might as well say this just some of you guys probably don't know. But uh the first time I ever fucked a roommate, uh I had a uh a male roommate. Uh I uh he was sleeping in his room and I uh <clears throat> I slowly sauntered an uh, aptly ninja-like, snuck into his room, got up close to his bed. <clears throat> <laughs> then I reached in his wallet and took $20 out and fucked him over on that.
3: Yeah, how dare you?
4: <clears throat> he had uh, actually burnt up gas in my car uh, two weeks prior to that. Uh, I think it took like about it was a, like an 85 Mustang. Um, took like like 30 bucks to fill it up, I guess. Maybe a little bit around that time. Uh, so, anyways, I let him borrow my car, and he brought it back on E. So uh, I needed uh, needed some money, so I went and got it,
7: and I fucked him over
5: <laughs>
0: in the bowl. <laughs> in the bowl, that that, oh man, nice. Good one. That reminds me of, <laughs> of Motherfucker Jones. And, uh, uh, I think, what was is that, that Horrible, horrible bosses? bosses? I think so. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was great. Oh, I think all the nervous throat clearing really made yeah. it. <laughs> they really nailed it. Nice. Well played, Ned Ned. Oh, man. Well, so you fucked your roommate back in that mm. scenario. So he fucked you and then you fucked him back. Yeah. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Well, this next caller, I figure he might be the type to fuck a roommate at least once.
8: Now, I could tell you a story of the first time I slept with a
0: roommate. Oh, yes. But
8: how about instead I tell you the first time I became Eskimo bros with my roommate. Oh, okay. Uh, a college professor hooked up with my roommate one night. This is after. Well, after we had graduated, mind you. Okay. She had hooked up with him. And then the next night, I hooked up with her. And... I just remember she... It was was kind of awkward, actually. uh, Because I think she felt kind of bad about the situation because she ended up being really sad and was crying. Oh, no. And... For Dodge Caravan. Oh
0: no! Uh, and I
8: was like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go swimming instead? <laughs> I think we went to the pool. Uh, first time Very I the nice. a, rediscovered the last, last bleh, Question for last week.
0: Yes, the lost passion. First thing.
8: time I rediscovered a lost passion. Yeah. I really hate it's the podcast and stuff because it's like
6: mm.
0: kind
8: of got that community theater vibe. You can go out and put on the type of shows that you want to do. You know, fun, good D- stuff. In the bowl.
0: In the bowl. In the bowl. Yeah, definitely. Having a creative outlet that you can just shape however you want. And then uh, appeal to people who also help you shape it. And they kind of add their touch and their vision and their personal spice to it. Yeah. Very nice. Beautiful. Oh, the poor professor.
5: (laughs) Ended up in the same place twice.
0: F in the chat. Yeah.
5: Different bedrooms. Or beds.
0: It's like... You've got the moth man. got the moth man. You know what I'm saying? And yet still, somehow, all that dick don't fill the hole inside you.
5: (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. uh, It doesn't work like that sometimes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? At least they went swimming. Yes. I think that is the uh, healthiest decision you can make. Just go swim. Just go have a swim about it. You know?
5: Yeah, especially for me. Eskimo and you're Bros. So sad. <laughs> Eskimo
0: Bros is always a, an interesting concept. It might have to be uh added to the F tie.
5: Okay. If I, I
0: if I have it.
5: I uh, saw an F tie pop up in the chat earlier. Oh, did you? That I wrote down because I totally thought it was a great it. one. Uh and it was the Oh, well, I'm writing down Eskimo Bros right now. Uh but first time I ever realized my parents were crazy or dumb or wrong. <laughs>
0: Oh, that could be a fun one.
5: We could either choose one of those or just leave them all in there. Leave them all in the prompt.
0: Crazy or dumb or wrong. It could be one or the other or another. Uh where's my F ties, man? Ooh, I don't know. Ah, uh, it's always the last one you look oh, at. There you. Here we yeah. go. Nice. Good God almighty. Um Yes. So we have some F ties here. Ooh, yeah, I get to cross this one off now. Fuck my roommate. Uh went to the DMV, changed jobs, move out of hometown. We did that one, didn't we? Yes.
5: Moved
0: did of hometown. I don't know how I got uh, not crossed. Uh played Magic the Gatowing.
5: We didn't do that one.
0: Uh first time I We haven't done watched ex- a stoner movie.
5: Oh, you're just listening off now.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm
5: <laughs> I thought you're crossing them all off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to pick next week's here
5: first time i ever watched a stoner movie i like that that one one calling to you it's calling to me okay it's calling to me because the mika mika thing fucking jostled my brain about it
0: oh sure oh i
5: didn't catch it but it was in the someone said something in the chat and i was it was pfeiffer i was like oh my goodness yes nice but i'll talk about it in the (laughs) f tie next week f
0: tie next week well okay Okay, what were the two that you just wrote down? I want to make sure I
5: add them. First time I ever realized my parents were crazy or dumb or wrong. Thanks for our friend C-Dubs. Okay. The F-Time Master.
0: That might be some shots fired there.
5: Or I hate you, Mom and Dad! First time I ever became Eskimo Bros with someone? Roommate? Yeah, okay, first
0: time I ever made an Eskimo Bro. Made
5: an Eskimo Bro, there you go.
0: That's how I'll phrase it. That's
5: the phrase that pays
0: the F-tie that pays Escapot I wrote it I wrote it as Escapot nice. I have no excuses
5: Cotton gin in the chat Says first time I ever lost my F-ties ah, <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't
0: Get a bunch of people
5: It would just be you
0: Yeah I'd have to call my own show That's when you know I've hit rock bottom Oh no <laughs> Oh dear oh. Fucking idiot <laughs> Didn't have no voice that week He had to call himself
5: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> Oh, uh, well, what can I say? There's only one thing left to do now.
0: Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling.
5: Yeah, let's go bowling. Did you hear about the Ohio man who got stung 20,000 times? Um, no. Yeah. Well, th- I'll start with the good news he's expected to make a full recovery. Okay. Um, but this dude was harnessed in a tree, cutting limbs when he unknowingly cut into a beehive. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. And I'm not a bee expert, but these were killer bees. Wow. That's a type of bee, allegedly. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't get down because he's all harnessing whatever, and the bees were attacking, and he was screaming, and his grandma and uncle were there on the ground getting attacked by freaking bees. Oh, my um, God. No, not the bees. (laughs) Bees, man, there's bees everywhere. (laughs) So it got so bad, his kidneys failed and he had to be airlifted out and then put into, or medically induced into a coma. Um, And they had to suck bees out of his airways.
0: Oh, fuck.
5: Overnight. Like from night to morning. They were just working on them. They got more than 30 bees out.
6: Oh, but probably geez. not 33,
5: or it would have been a headline. With yeah, the
6: magic what's up with that? In it.
5: But yeah, they said he inhaled at least 30 bees. Jeez. Um. So, yeah. He's got a, a uh, help pay for his medical expenses page up. But yeah, they said he was expected to make a full recovery. So, wow. He's got some angels looking out for him. I guess um, so. 20,000 stings.
0: Dude, that's too many. Yeah. That would make a guy lose his mind. 20,000 bee stings. Yeah.
5: And his mom, you know, like, found him and stayed with him while he was being airlifted in the hospital and stuff. And she said, like, she went to touch his head because he was unconscious and he felt like a porcupine because there were, like, these half-inch needles sticking out of him oh, from the God. bees. Like God. Because the stingers st- the st- stay in you? Yeah. Ugh. Because she, like, touched his head and just, like, felt a bunch of the stingers.
0: God damn.
5: Fucked up. Fucked up imagery. <laughs> Look before you snip, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, anyway. That's some
0: gruesome lineage to start things off. Wow.
5: Yeah, yeah. But I was glad he was making a full recovery. Yeah, was, uh, Okay, we'll I give him a like,
0: full Ooh. recovery ball here at the other.
5: <laughs> I saw the pictures. Like, I think that the story came out right after the bowl last week, like Wednesday. Yeah. And I saw him, and I was like, holy fuck, that, that guy. Wow.
0: Wouldn't want to be him.
5: No. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh I also wouldn't want to be the person that mails their box of reptiles to the wrong address. Cause oh. that happened.
0: Oh jeez. Yeah,
5: you know, we just had Buddy Boy
0: yeah. serving
5: time for smuggling lizards and whatnot. The well,
0: lizards get super upset when you kill one of their own.
5: Yeah. Someone sent a box of reptiles to the wrong address in new york
0: sounds like the place
5: yeah and as you might imagine the person was very startled and confused to receive them so they called the police Uh uh-oh which is like not exactly what i would do if i got a box of reptiles you know i called the police i think i would be like "Ooh, what kind of things are these you know let me see what it look like (laughs) what is this creature um, Do you gonna see that? And now, then the cops put up a picture of the li- three lizards in a box that I couldn't identify. Um, but they said in their like press release, hey, if you mailed your lizards and iguanas to the wrong address, so we have them until the animal sanctuary comes and gets them to safe keep them. And, and I just see like three black lizards in their picture uh, huh. that don't look like iguanas. So uh, I don't know. They're tiny. Yeah, they got them in a little bucket. Like a, I can't tell if it's a paint bucket or what's going on. Around. Oh yeah, or is it a cottage cheese jar? Like, is I don't this? No, it's, it's
0: it's a it's real scaling trick. I can't tell if. Uh,
5: I don't know what I'm looking at, but yeah, if you lost your lizards and iguanas, we have them at the PD. Like, hmm.
0: yeah, come on in to the precinct.
5: Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's gonna do that. Sorry, lizards.
0: <laughs> no questions asked. Just kidding.
5: Yeah. I uh, hope someone finds you that's nice at the sanctuary. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I also think it's so weird people like uh call the cops for seeing a getting a creature in the mill. I don't know, I guess maybe they were afraid it was poisonous or something. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they just don't think.
0: Yeah. The cops will
5: save us? Hmm. Yeah. No. Probably not. In Sheldon, Iowa, uh, they were celebrating their hundred and fiftieth anniversary and planned to open a time capsule that's fifty years old as the centerpiece, but they couldn't find it. (laughs)
0: No way. (laughs)
3: Yeah,
5: it's true. Uh,
0: What if somebody stole it?
5: What if they buried it and
0: then, like, just you know, a month or two later, somebody came and just snagged it?
5: That definitely could have happened, I guess. Uh but coincidentally it's like the
0: perfect crime, dude. Nobody's gonna check on that for like fifty, 50 years. years.
5: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's true. Ooh, stealing time capsules. That made me go tingly a little this,
5: bit. Ew, I don't know. Think about it, man. Yeah, I like I like this concept. I think it would make a great short story. <laughs> <laughs> uh but um uh, the neighboring city, one of their neighboring cities, couldn't find their time capsule earlier this year. And so they hired an underground radar system to detect it and find it. And so now Sheldon, Iowa, has uh, done the same thing. Hired this company to find it. Nice. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll find out what goes down.
0: Now, y'all, we know it's down there somewhere. <laughs> we just got to keep looking. Get the radar.
5: Ain't no one stealing a time capsule. Except for this guy. <laughs>
0: we'll find them radar in and Minecraft. And then we'll find them gophers.
5: <laughs> so if they find it, uh, they're going to take the 50 year old items out and then put new ones in ah. and bury it again. Which makes sense. You know, keep the time capsule going.
0: Ugh. Exciting what would you put in a time capsule from now?
5: A newspaper. A I'd, f- right? Like something disposable with a date. Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Uh, well, the, see, but you're asking me. You're trying to, like, uh,
0: I don't know, frame, like, what made now, now. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of the thing you put in a time capsule. Like, what mm. is, like, what is uniquely now? I don't know. Maybe, like, a...
5: a smartphone? Some kind, yeah,
0: some kind of a smartphone or some piece of fucking wearable <laughs> a Fitbit or something mm. stupid. Uh,
5: yeah. I don't know. Mm. Disappointing. <laughs> apologizing on people 50 years in the future from now
0: (laughs) i put a raspberry pi in there
5: that'd be cool that'd be cool the time capsule node like i bet you a node just plug it in
0: (laughs) or maybe like print off the current block height
5: oh that'd be cool
0: pop that in there snapshot of the price
5: yeah i don't know i'm trying to wrap my brain around what what the heck you could put in there that'd be fun nothing uh feeling kind i'm feeling kind of lame a piece yeah. of
0: rubble with, like, a Ukrainian flag on it.
5: Oh, gross. <laughs> just timely. It's just
0: timely. I'm trying to think of what's uniquely right now, you know?
5: Yeah, something that says Russia bad.
0: Maybe and... some Delta 8.
5: <laughs> Depending on where you're at.
0: Maybe a pre-roll of Delta 8.
5: Yeah. Or just, like, a printout of the 2018 Farm Bill with the silly definition of hemp, you know? Where it stands. Yeah. This is Iowa we're talking about, okay? There's no Delta 8 going on up there. Put a
0: hybrid car battery in <laughs> it.
5: <laughs> this time capsule may not be here. When $20,000 you
0: dollar time capsule.
5: Oof. Well, speaking of $20,000, uh, there's a school district in the Bay Area uh, that's asking parents to rent out their spare bedrooms to teachers. Oh. Yeah, because, you know... I guess the average rent in this area for a one-bedroom apartment is 3000 a month.
0: Ooh, I was waiting for it. There it is.
3: Yeah.
5: So they're just losing teachers left and right. Mm. And uh, they put out this call to the parents, and the 55 families step forward, and we're like, yeah, we'll host a teacher. We'll rent out a bedroom to a teacher for nice. less than $3,000 a month.
0: We'll put them in the uh, little upstairs closet.
5: Yeah, like, you can have the closet. <laughs> Uh,
0: put a cot in the unfinished attic.
5: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It would be uh, economical. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just uh, trying to wrap my brain around. I'm guessing they're just not making three thousand dollars a month as teachers. But Maybe. even even if they're making more than that, that's, yeah, you know, it's mean, it's hard to go from Missouri cost of living to California in my brain real quick. Like right.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's thirty six grand a year, so.
5: Yeah, like, out here, teachers probably make, what, $40,000?
0: You've also got to eat. Right. And, uh. Pay
5: utilities.
0: I don't know. Have Netflix subscription or whatever.
5: Yeah, but let's <laughs> What do people say
0: need these days? What are the needs?
5: They, okay.
0: People need, uh, Amazon Prime, I guess.
5: An emotional animal. <laughs> An emotional support animal of some sort. Oh, God. Likely a Dog. And uh, oh th- well, don't forget also that the food is like probably going to be delivered.
0: Oh you know, yes, like Uber. Yes. You they don't have, have a car, mm-hmm. so they have to pay
5: for their commute. Yes. So I mean, this is racking up quick. Yeah, we're already yeah. at six thousand dollars a month.
0: Yeah, probably ten, twelve. Just to and be this safe. with
5: no fun. That's just commuting and getting food. Yeah, and paying rent. So, yeah, you got
0: to you got to make well over a hundred thousand dollars a year just to scrape by.
5: Mm. I don't like those figures. Oh, yeah, phone. Phone bill. That's phone a big bill. one.
0: Phone bill. Mm-hmm.
5: <sighs>
0: Electric is a bitch.
5: Yeah. Well, you know what else is a bitch?
0: <laughs> what else is a bitch?
5: Seeing Michael Myers on the beach. And I'm not talking funny, haha ha comedy man Michael Myers. I'm talking the Halloween character. Oh, no. Yeah. Some Florida folks spotted him. Oh, my God. On the beach. But... I am glad to report that he was well-mannered and respectful of everyone there.
0: So he didn't stab anybody?
5: No, no, he didn't even approach anyone. Although he was approached by people and he was courteous and probably didn't say anything and didn't pull his knife out. And uh, I think he's just, you know, taking some time for himself before the busy season. I see. Yeah, there's a little walk on the beach.
0: Everybody vacations in Florida. It's getting ridiculous.
5: <laughs> Full mask. <laughs> Full blue suit that he wears. (laughs) I was like, dude, that person's got to be dying out there. He's out there for 45 minutes. I'm like, whew, that's hot. Yeah.
0: But not in the way you think it is.
5: (laughs) No, no. A man crawled through the luggage carousel at the Cleveland Hopkins International Airport.
0: You got to fly cheap and you don't want to take your shoes off, you know? I mean, who who can blame him?
5: That would be a better uh, story, I think, than this. But he um, he got his luggage off of the carousel. He just landed. And the zipper was open. And he noticed that there was a pair of sneakers missing.
6: Oh,
0: no. And
5: these are just any sneakers. These sneakers cost him $1,000. Oh, no. So he saw an employee back there behind the flaps and was like, you know, I can't say what he thought to himself. But if it were me... And I were in his shoes that aren't the thousand dollar pair of sneakers. I think, oh, there's an employee. Like maybe I can ask him where the fuck my sneakers are. You know, sure, they would be yeah. probably mad. And so, uh, yeah, he tried to climb back there to talk to uh, the employee, and instead was confronted by a an agent that worked there. You know, like yep. a TSA or cop or some kind of law enforcement figure mm-hmm. who was like, oh, "This is a big no no. That's federal territory. You know, you can't go back there." And uh, dude says this is the only quote i have from the guy i wasn't trying to break no laws or nothing
0: oh yeah that's you know, a reasonable just yeah just
5: looking for his sneakers that were missing um but
0: very the- every man statement
5: yes <laughs> the cop didn't care though he had to arrest him you know for his move and left his luggage there opened on the floor in the public oh great you know now and, the other shoes are gone so too exactly what i was like man if this guy had a thousand dollar pair of sneakers there had to be at least one other item in there that was worth at least 500 bucks you know? yeah, like,
0: sure it like, only stands to reason this
5: dude is not packing he's packing high quality stuff for his vacation or whatever i guess i don't know except for but, brains. So no brains, <laughs> no brains.
0: Left the high-quality brains at home. Well, what do
5: you do, though? Like, I would freak the fuck out, I think, if I was missing my, like, most valuable Yeah, eye, you
0: know? you've got to... I mean, you have approach... to go to a front desk
5: or something, yes. right? Yes, yeah, like,
0: you got to approach somebody with a name tag and say, hey, and yeah, it's going to take you fucking forever. <laughs> no, you this... can't just climb over
5: a fence or whatever. I will also say, that, like, this is why I don't invest... A bunch of money into sneakers or clothes or jewelry oh, things that no. can be easily nabbed or targeted because other people know what their value is <laughs> like
0: yeah i think that's got to be one of the most uh, i don't know like anti-evolutionary ideas
5: uh, yeah. of like
0: uh showing your wealth and the material items like that you wear you know
5: yeah I seems agree.
0: like uh just asking from tr- for trouble from all angles
5: definitely Luckily for this dude, the federal agencies did not get involved, and he was just facing a minor charge of criminal trespass, to which he pleaded no contest and got a $100 fine. Yeah. But the bad news is, no word on those missing sneakers.
0: Ooh. See, the $100 fine would have been worth it if he got the shoes back. Right.
5: Yeah. But no. Not in this case. Uh,
0: So. Oh, well. There's more sneaks where that came from.
5: Yeah. Yeah, just start scrimping and scraping, saving to get those sneakers again. I guess. Oh, well, or you could, uh, you know, buy some satoshis during this fire sale. <laughs> That's just my opinion. I'm no expert. An axe wielding man was shot and killed by a Chicago dispensary security guard. Whoops. A... Well, I thought that was good. You know, they got to pay for all the security and then they do their job. That's good. Yeah. It is a step in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they didn't get robbed by yeah. an axe-wielding maniac. You uh, one
0: less axe-wielding uh, robber or ass-wielding robber. I'm sure he had an ass on him.
5: Yeah, I'm sure he was an ass. Uh, he started arguing with the guard outside and apparently had an axe in hand, you know. Started swinging it around, hit the guard in the leg with the axe before the guard took any shots at him. Hmm. Which I was like, man, that's a braver dude than me. Cause, like, he, I see someone walking towards me in a conf- confrontational manner with an axe. They're getting a warning and then they're being shot. Yeah, you know, like, like stop advancing. They're not swinging it around. No. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, dude, the axe wielder was 20 years old. Jesus. Yeah, not even old enough to walk into the dispensary. Which is probably, maybe that was his problem. Yeah, That's why he was so mad that he had to go get an axe and try and take it out on someone that has nothing to do with the laws. Uh, The guard was 37. And like I said, you know, the 20-year-old's dead, but the guard is in good condition. His leg's going to be okay. That's good. Didn't get completely axed off. (laughs) What a mutter. Yeah, indeed. Uh, In England, there's a TV show that has a little spin the wheel game prize game going on and uh their most big not biggest but like the most exciting prize that they've got going on right now is paying your energy bills for 4 months. Oh boy. Yes. That's how bad things are. Oh. On the wheel they had like 1000 pounds, 3000 pounds. And dude, the caller on the phone, when they're about to spin it in the video that's in this article, is like, well, I really hope it's the energy bills. Four months, like, that's gonna be more than the other cash prizes.
0: Yeah. That's rough.
5: Painful. Yeah. That's rough, dude. Well, the fifth Loch Ness monster sighting just happened this year. Dang. Yeah. Uh, this couple <clears throat> was staying, like, above above the Loch and the water was very still and so they were just like enjoying the view and suddenly they saw a wake and something like 20 to 30 feet long swimming under the water i'll post the link to the video in the chat but uh they only shared three minutes of the video which i think was kind of lame and i didn't see anything (laughs) Like even the wake I saw this still photo to see the wake I'm like okay I see a wake in this photo But I'm watching this video And I just don't see anything But Their account is great You know They like I said It looked like there was Two big creatures Swimming with each other Creating this wake And like uh, there was at least one fin on them And that it like came up above the water Just a little bit at one point and I'm like, well, where's that? Like, where's that footage? Why are you withholding that from the public? I went to the official Nessie uh, website. You know that yeah. logs all the sightings and stuff. That's how I found out there were five so far this year.
0: Now, is that above average? Or
5: I don't know. I didn't go back into previous years. Oh, okay. But it seems I'm just curious. It seems good. Five yeah. sightings in a year. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a uh,
0: see that reminds me of my dad saw that ufo last week
5: yeah he captured a ufo on ca- on his phone camera
0: he called me to ask if i could see it
5: <laughs> yeah
0: which was not i don't know why it freaked me the fuck out
5: <laughs> what he was like
0: can you go outside and like look up in the sky uh-huh. see if you see this it's like toward the south i'm like oh god what the fuck
5: what were you thinking then? Like
0: I don't know. I thought maybe they're. Rockets bursting in air. No, nah, I thought maybe they fucking started blue beam.
5: Oh sure, yeah. Like,
0: that was what I was thinking. I was like, damn, maybe it's time. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, no, I couldn't see anything. I could see some stars. It's not like uh, totally washed out even here in the city, but um, none of them were moving. And then an airplane flew by. That was clearly an airplane. Yeah. So I just, like, didn't know what to say, you know, like, on the phone. I don't know. And he's like, well, I caught it pretty good. And he sends me the video and, like...
5: It was a hell of a sighting.
0: What the fuck was that? I would have no idea. I mean, it looked like a kind of like a starish object, but it moved um, pretty significant distances, like, all around in different directions.
5: Yeah, and then he stopped filming at the best part when it starts shooting straight up.
0: I know, I know. I don't know what that was, but- what was about.
5: It's just like one bright light. It kind of reminded me of like the Texas fireball videos Mm. that people have been capturing over and over where it looks like a fireball, but this was a white light. Mm -hmm. So it didn't look like fire, but it was fucking bright and it was an orb.
0: Yeah, it was moving weird too.
5: Yeah, it was. So I don't think it was a drone just because of how bright it was, but who knows. But this Loch Ness monster sighting, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what the bowlers think about it. I mean, there's definitely something in the water, but yes. is it Nessie? <laughs> Maybe. And my final story for the lanes tonight is that a wolf briefly escaped its habitat at the Cleveland Metro Parks Zoo.
0: Oh, yeah. Free the wolves.
5: Yeah. Within five minutes, though, she was captured and reunited with the others in her pack. <laughs> Uh, because her escape just brought her out to the guest path. And so she was immediately surrounded by staff who were able to snag her and put her back. And I guess that the wolf pack is being secured in an off exhibit holding area. Huh. So I was like, mm, yeah, that sounds like something I would want to escape from if I were a wolf.
0: Yeah, get me out of this shit. It's like
5: a, in a little building or something, a shack. Um, but yeah, she's wolf a shack. Mexican gray. Ooh. Yeah, tiny one.
0: That sounds very pretty. Ooh, look at you sneaking the music in.
5: Sound very pretty.
0: This is a pretty sneak. Well, awesome. Not a bad uh, round of bowling there. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much, bowlers, for hanging out with us for yet another titillating token Tuesday. We're going to be back at it on Thursday. At, we're gonna start around 8 central Okay Sir Seat Sitter Bowls with Buds Check that out I'm excited to talk to Our buddy again Sir Sir Seat Sitter to you I should say
5: That's right And
0: uh Yeah we're gonna also be back at it Next Tuesday And every Tuesday thereafter With the nightly bowl for y'all So Until then you know that I will always be Sir Spencer Bull for Kansas City
5: And I'll be the DeLorean until next time, may your bowls burn ever brighter.
3: Bowl after bowl. Bowl after bowl.
0: Bowl after bowl till he's sick.
8: It is on, folks. It is on. It is on. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay?
1: The truth, it can be a drug. Let's blame it on the weed, everybody.
4: Recalcitrant Boomer? Well oh, the bowl after bowl guy? Bowl after bowl guy.